and you know, being here. What's up? I was thinking about something. I'm thinking. thinking. About I was thinking about <laughs> what's going on in the earth, right? What's happening in our minds? Yeah. That should just be an intro. I'm thinking. Why does it matter? <laughs> about to find out. <laughs> Holy find shit. Out. Ready? Ready. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Welcome to Earth, Mind, and Matter. Fire. He said, let's talk about albums. He said, let's talk about some movies and some fucking comics. This week in the universe, across I'll the internet. <laughs> so what's up, Javi? What's going on, Frankie? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great intro. <laughs> yeah, that. You know what? Uh-huh. Let's run it back. Let's, let's run it back. Uh, let's let's do it again. <laughs> you know, uh, people don't know this, but yeah. this is our fourth. Uh, take fourth take. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Our, I thought it was our fifth. Oh, it is our fifth. Yeah, it might be our yeah, fifth. I think cause, so. Because because the, the third time was when my <laughs> dick was out. Yeah, I don't and, know. And I didn't yeah. notice. That's we're gonna just keep that video footage for us. Yeah, that's for, like the, for our OnlyFans. Our OnlyFans. You already fucking yeah. know, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Welcome back, everybody. I know it's been about seventeen years since I last it, talked been, to any of you guys. It's been many moons. Many moons. Many many moons. Many moons. And I'm so sorry. Nah, it's okay. Put me up a little though. <laughs> <laughs> I hear myself outside the headphones. All right, better. That's better. All right, yo, we're here. We're back. It's another episode of Earth, Tierra, Mind, Mente. What? So, <laughs> you having a stroke, bud? You you, you okay? A little bit. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Fucking um, we just played the intros in our ears and it was all broken up. Yeah, so it was a very awkward start to the. <laughs> did Did you um ever listen to uh? Mm. I think it was last episode, not the bonus episode, but uh-huh. the last one where uh the intro the the song like mm. cut off at the very end. You remember that? No, I didn't. Oh wait, hold on. Brian's calling me right now. <laughs> Boy, yo, what's up? You. <laughs> He just fucking fell down, down the, the stairs. stairs. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yo, hello. Yo, hello. You okay? Yo, what's happening to you right now, bro? Yo. Yo. <laughs> what a nerd. What a. We won't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. All right. All right, no, but we're here. That we have a shot for a bit, man. I feel like yeah. we've just been chilling more so than recording. Let, let's see Get back when the, the last booth. episode came out. And while he checks, I'm just gonna talk to you guys. So lately, I've been working a shit ton. And that shit is timing as fuck. Fucking Nothing capitalist new. pig. Capitalist as fuck. But gotta get back to our roots and gotta go back to doing stuff that isn't just for the man or the woman or or the genderless. Episode forty seven mm. came out on June twenty third. Damn, so it's already fucking August. Yeah. So it's Damn. almost two months. So it's been, all right, so season two. <laughs> this is season two. You know, I was yeah. I was uh-huh. kind of thinking uh-huh. of this. I don't know mm-hmm. uh, how this sounds to you. Yeah, yeah. But you do know how like some podcasts have like seasons yeah, and yeah. shit and whatever. Mm. What if like after episode 50, that's season two? Okay, fuck it. Let's do that. That makes a lot of sense. And then we take time to reamp, maybe change up the theme song, maybe okay. change up my co-host. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> We just okay. we just come here to shoot and you just sit in there. <laughs> you guys are so mean to me. <laughs> yeah, last night we had a couple of adult beverages. That was very fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, not not Kool-Aid, kids. Not Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Man, <laughs> fucking cults are crazy. I feel like if I was in a cult, I'd be fucking so good at that shit. Like, I feel like I'd end up ruling the cult, you know? And then I get too into it and I'd end up getting arrested. Because I feel like I'm, I'm very persuasive. I'm probably not, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean... you know. Like mm. what? 
I don't know. I mm-hmm. cults are weird for sure. Of course. But I mean, they happen all the time. And uh, there was one time, this is not even had to do with cults, but you ever had gyoza wings? You know what that is? Nah. So gyoza wings are some wings stuffed with like, they have stuff, they have a stuffing, right? <laughs> so imagine a wing with like corn and potatoes inside as well. Ooh. And they kind of, I guess they inject the chicken with the corn and potatoes. And it's, it's uh, probably not potatoes, but corn for sure. And it was called gyoza. And those shits were mad good, bro. And then they put, they closed the place down because of COVID. Damn. Damn Chinese. <laughs> what, what, what did COVID or do to not. it? Huh? What did COVID do to it? Nothing, bro. Actually, like, it's closed down before COVID. <laughs> damn. <laughs> I guess they just knew COVID was going to come in, you know? But that's uh, a good But spot. now we're going to get the label on our episode. Mm. So. Oh, yeah? Officially? I I, I don't know. Yeah, no more than likely, right? <laughs> Man, fuck that label. I feel Go nobody. Fifi. Go Fifi. Go Fifi. Fucking, who knows, bro? But we're here. But, we're, you know, I got- we're liberated. I got a, I got, a, I got a couple of questions. I've, okay. had, I've asked one uh, to you before, mm. but, you know, we were having this conversation <laughs> about twins, right? Oh, okay. Or thought- uh, clones. <laughs> All right. And uh-huh. I was like, you know, if it, we had we had this conversation where we were like, would you be in a threesome with your clone? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'd be in a threesome with my clone. Why mm-hmm. not? Yeah. And then I thought about it. And I was like, but wait. Would it be gay to jerk your clone off? What if it was a threesome of all clones? Yeah, that that's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even then, I mean, I don't know. I think if if I was ever, I mean, I would never really. Uh, people have asked me, like they'll be like, not like I offered, you know. <laughs> They've been like, "Yo, would you ever like, you know, two guys, one girl, a girl?" And I was like, "No, I don't want to. I don't imagine right now we're the podcast. We're looking at each other, right? Imagine the girls in between us. We're just clapping their cheeks." <laughs> And we're just talking And I'm just looking at you and Yeah then, we're just yeah. talking <laughs> Yeah so anyways Yo bro that coffee I had this morning is crazy And she's just there like Yo <laughs> I'm here Like shut up <laughs> Shut your ass up <laughs> No but um You know what Eiffel Towering, Towering is? Yeah I'd Eiffel Tower my clone <laughs> And then I'd murder my clone oh. They'll never know They'll Ooh. never know Why would you murder your clone though? Because it can only be one Damn It can only be one of me's bro Damn I already work with somebody called Frankie it's already too much Frankie <laughs> But is his name spelled correctly? No his name's actually Francesco <laughs> We just call him Frankie But um No I wouldn't I wouldn't smash my clone Okay I wouldn't okay. smash my clone I wouldn't be near them naked Or nothing like that I, I don't even like being in spas Where I gotta be naked Walk around other naked men Where like you know And it's like the old guy With his balls hanging out Some shit like that Like I don't want to look, but I guess I have to. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, to, I mean, you, know, you don't yeah, have to. I kind of have to, bro. Like, I kind of like pretend to tie my shoe, even though I'm not wearing shoes. <laughs> it's like you should you should just go out to him, like, hey man, can I look at your balls? And like, he's like, no. What are, what are you what are you saying to me right now? As he like unwraps his towel and his balls are in my face, <laughs> just right in my face. You're just like, I'm sorry. I just I have to look. Uh, I have. I to have look. a testic uh, testicular infatuation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's the first time this whole year I said testicular infatuation. Poetic <laughs> as fuck, bro. I mean, Ti. I don't think I don't think you'll ever say it again either. But. You know the rapper Ti. Yeah. What if the whole time that's what it stood for? Testicular oh. infatuation, and that's why you always squinting. I, w- <laughs> I always look at some balls. <laughs> <laughs> I I always thought it stood for uh uh what was Simon. What does it stand for, actually? I always thought it stood for telling I or something like that. No, what was it? Uh-huh. I, th- I thought something dumb back then, but I don't remember what it stands for today. I'm fucking done. It gave me the TI, like, technical interface. <laughs> like, Bruh. <laughs> I got to write a rapper. I don't know. <laughs> it stands for 
Oh, okay. It's, what's it called? <laughs> his original stage name was Tip. T-I-P? Yeah, his nickname was Tip when he was a kid, given to him by his grandfather. Hey, yo, Tip. And then he changed it to T-I out of respect for his label mate, Q-Tip. Mm. And for those that don't know, one time I jammed a Q-Tip into my right ear. Ooh. Before going to work, my dog was barking. I had shit in my hand. And I left a Q-Tip in my ear. Like, it was in my ear, but I let it stay there, right? And for some strange reason, I just slammed the toothpick. Like, basically, <laughs> you know when you slap yourself in the face? Yeah. Imagine slapping yourself in the ear when a Q-Tip is in there. Uh, and I know I've told you the story before, but that was the worst day of my life. And <laughs> and for those that think, like, you know, working is cool, I called my new manager at the time. You know, right? And I'm like, hey. And she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, I can't go to work today. Because it was right before work. That's why I was in a rush. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't come in. And she's like, what happened? And I was like, look, uh, it's going to sound crazy, but I slammed a Q-tip into my ear. And right now I'm going to the uh, emergency doctor and I can't make it to work. And she's like, hey, okay. Uh, Frankie, just next time this happens, like, can you just give me a heads up beforehand? I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, next time I no accident- problem, boss. <laughs> next time I accidentally slam a Q-tip in my ear, because I'll definitely plan on it. I'll be sure to give you a two weeks notice before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what are you thinking, bro? She was the worst. Name Kim, <laughs> Bad, trash ass Kim. Hope you're a fan though <laughs> of the show. I was not a fan of you. There, mm-hmm. There's a there's this nurse in my clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, her her name is Kim, mm. and uh, she's Asian. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I feel like, like I feel like the story doesn't involve anything with her being Asian. It does. Okay, is she um, Korean? I I don't I don't remember Probably exactly. Not. But mm-hmm. um, my other coworker, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of early on when he start when she started working there, he kept calling her May. May. Yeah. Like M E I May. Yeah. Oh, M A Y. Okay. May same thing. M-A-Y. Yeah. 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 But um. <laughs> Uh yeah, and uh-huh. I was like, no, it's it's Kim, and mm. and he was like, oh shit. Why well, can't you call her May just because she's Asian? I yeah, that that's yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think. It's and gonna so, be Asian. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, man, uh-huh. I told him, I was like, man, you really just went for the most like, stereotypical Asian name to just like call her. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you just can't do that. Not now nowadays. Not not in this climate. Um, the most protected person in this world is an LGBTQ. Asian Jew mm-hmm. is the most protected person in this world. and that's also black and Link and Link the dog oh look at him the son of oh, I just fucking body slam him <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah uh, bro it's been a while but I feel already that, that I have so much to say <laughs> but I'm not gonna say none of that shit <laughs> nah keep it to yourself I'll give it to myself keep it th- hey Calm down. Sorry. <laughs> Calm down. You're getting a little excited, Frankie. Little you know, like yeah. it, it's Sunday. Like, ah! oh my uh, God. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell a story on the podcast because it's hilarious. And, uh, I wish I could have seen oh it. Oh my man. God. So the other day I was hanging out with a good friend, Anthony. And Anthony, I hope you hear this. And nothing really bad. You know, it's not bad. And we're walking out the, you know, the, the respected establishment that just happens to sell adult beverages, right? So we're walking out of those places, right? A bar. And then we're walking up the block and then, you know, my friend Anthony wants to go home. And so he wants to go home and walking and then he starts walking a little faster. I'm like, yo, yo, yo. And this man starts like, you know, slow start running. Like, you know, he's about to go fast, but he's like going, then he crosses the street and he runs under the train station, which with this train station is, uh, what was it? Uh, Queens Boulevard or some shit like that. And uh, under the seven train, and when you talk, you can hear a huge echo of yourself. And now this guy is dashing, like running so fast, and he's drunk as fuck, and he's running, and all he does is yell, "Woo!" <laughs> I'm just watching him from afar, and he's running away, and then the second "Woo!" comes out. 
<laughs> and I was like, what the hell is happening right now? And the, and the guy, some guy comes behind me, he's like, yo, he's going to be okay. And I was like, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's going to be fine. Yeah, it's, it's something that like, it, 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 you just have to have seen it to really get the full experience because it happened in real time. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, I imagine the music building up and everything. You just like, so happy. Like <laughs> nah, that, that's, that's uh, pretty good. R. Kelly's nah. a goat. Not I, really though. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. whoa! He's a human. Yeah, yeah. Getting out after ten years. Hey, hey go! You see what I'm saying? Even though Ti over here, <laughs> too inappropriate. <laughs> ah. Yeah, you ever seen the video where he's like, "Do I, do I, uh, what's it called? Do I support letters? The oh, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a do I support LGBTQ?" And it, no, it says fuck, man. I can't. Okay, restart. All right, it says you ever seen this video? of This guy and he's reading the uh, the sentence on the floor. Uh, the f- <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's continue. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, LGBTQ lettuce, bacon, tomato, cucumber, quarter pound, or some shit. <laughs> he's like, hell yeah, I support that shit. There we go. <laughs> Uh, I I uh, I still haven't seen Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, that's um, crazy. That's literally the most important thing that's happened in the world right now. Not Maui, <laughs> not anything else. Just that. <laughs> um, Maui just got Oppenheimer. It really pretty did, much, man. Pretty much. I've seen some of the pictures and shit on Reddit. Pretty pretty bad. Nah, that is pretty sad. But, um, I know, like a lot of people say, like, oh, you shouldn't go to Hawaii. Like, it's bad for the community for you know to go to Hawaii because you're just taking advantage of their land and infringing upon their resources and stuff like that, which I don't really get. I don't know how that whole thing works. Mm -hmm. And then for me, I figured, you know, I'm not saying that's not true, but I think that the economy boosts if there's tourists, but a lot of people say otherwise, but now like, so I already felt kind of guilty for going to Hawaii if I had gone, (laughs) but now I feel more guilty if I go and like after the fire, they fix everything and I just go have a (laughs) pina colada. (laughs) You're like, wow, yeah, this is so nice. This is my dream. (laughs) People are like, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like, yo, can you be quiet? <laughs> it's me time. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm on vacation. Yeah. Me. <clears throat> what is it? What is it? Mahalo? What is it? That means hello or some shit like that? I don't remember. What do Hawaiians speak? Uh, Hawaiian. <laughs> Did I, don't, they? I don't know. Hey, Siri. What languages do they speak in Wahai? <laughs> English and Hawaiian, yeah. <laughs> Told you. I don't even know. I didn't know Hawaiian was. A I should be Siri, honestly, bro. Would you, would you ever have no. a, an assistant that sounded like me? No. <laughs> you don't want to hear me. Just be like, yo, wake the fuck up. Yeah. That'd be, be pretty funny, actually. Like you know, just like, hey, uh, when did the Holocaust end? Yeah, it was me, Javi. <laughs> the, the Holocaust ended. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll do it. My choice of voice for Alexa is Australian. Okay. Yeah, so she's like, hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, that's not Australian. How does she pronounce my name? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> no, okay. no, she says Javier. Oh, does she? Javier. Javier. Javier is at the front door. <laughs> nah, I, um, the double feature I did do, mm. uh, I saw Mission Impossible mm. and TMNT. Mm-hmm. So I did the uh, MITC TMNT. <laughs> You know, Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, Teen Jimmy, and Ninja Turtles. And when I went to go watch Barbie and Oppenheimer, I uh, took a shit, so I blew it up. Mm. But I was wearing my pink underwear. Nice. You know, I'm trying to say, exactly, you were going to say know, that. That's basically what I did. And Barbie was, Barbie was really good. 
Nice. Bobby was really fucking good, man. I was genuinely very surprised. Not because I'm a man. Not because of that. It's because you're a man. <laughs> no, no, it was just really good because it was just so entertaining. Like, and it, it, again, I won't spoil nothing. She dies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in her head. <laughs> but uh, it definitely it was a good story. Like, it was a well-written story. And I think it was very impressive. And Oppenheimer was long, but man, it was a good movie, bro. That was... um. You know, I, I feel like there was so much hype behind it mm-hmm. where I think there's going to be a lot of like, it was okay, it was this and that because of your expectations. But I think if you're willing to sit and watch a story, you know, just like a story unfold, even though, what you label it? I mean, you haven't seen it, but without seeing it, what are you prepared to see? Because I heard somebody describe it as historical fiction, which I don't know how accurate that description is, you know, but it's like, it, is it more like historically based, you know, or what would you, what do you think it's called? I... I think I think historical fiction is pretty good. Yeah, I, um, I think like a like a not a biopic because mm. I mean it is about the guy who made yeah. the bomb. And there's a lot of accurate things that because I looked up a lot of the shit and mm-hmm. afterwards, and a lot of the stuff are things that have actually happened. Just like there's some speculations as to what exactly was said. Like there's yeah. one part where someone speaking to a very high political figure, and there's three accounts of what he might have said. You know, but they, he definitely said one of these three things, uh-huh. but there's three different accounts. So one of them says this and this and this. And what they say in the movie is kind of a mixture of all of them. Okay. You know, so it's uh, very interesting. But So mm-hmm. you think it's like a bio, I mean, could it be a biopic or what are, to, what are the grounds that cause it to be a biopic? I don't know. Because yeah, like, does it have to be like more biographical for it to be like a biopic? But it is, I mean, it kind of is. It's it's specifically on this motherfucker. Yeah, so that yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I guess maybe it is kind of like a yeah. biopic too. Well, let's see. That. Let me actually look it up. You talk real quick. Nah, but uh, Mission Possible. It's pretty fucking good. I I think uh, the last one, Fallout, with um uh what's his name, uh Henry Cavill, was better. Fallout. Um, uh yeah, mm-hmm. that's the name of the last Mission Impossible, but um. Yeah, I thought that one was better. This one was uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Uh, it's definitely long, but like I oh, really thought about it. Biographical thriller. Okay. That's nice. what it is. Nice. Okay. But I really thought about it, and I was just like, I feel like you can't really cut anything out of the movie. Like Everything mm-hmm. was pretty important to all yeah. the scenes and stuff. What you said was uh, interesting. You should say that again when you told me the other day about the beginning and shit like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I found out that uh, the director... Uh, What's his name? Something McQuaid. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Focus, Frankie. <laughs> but um, uh, he said something uh, in an interview where they talked about that originally they wanted the movie to open up with a 25 minute mm. cold open of a of a flashback scene where mm. they were going to de-age Tom Cruise and everything mm. and uh, to set up things that happen in the movie later. Um, and they filmed the whole thing and everything. They uh, there's uh, an actress that was in that that they still used one of the scenes in the final product of the movie. So she gets the credits and she got paid. Yeah. So she got paid because you know, she did 25 minutes of the whole fucking movie. And so, um, basically, uh, the, he, he watched those 25 minutes and he was, you know what? This doesn't work. Like the, the face de-aging is just too distracting. Mm -hmm. And they took it out. That thing it comes off a little weird because didn't they do that with Harrison Ford for New yeah, Indiana? For Indiana that, Jones. That's just odd to me. I feel like your time is up, your time is up. Or just portray yourself how you actually are, even though it may not fit the movements. But was did they do that to go back in time or they just had him like that for the movie and in, in like real time according to the movie? 
uh, you confuse me. What? Like, like Harrison Ford, right? Yeah. They de-aged him in the movie. Uh-huh. But was that to be like a flashback scene or was that just him in the movie throughout? I think it was a flashback scene. Oh, okay. Well, I thought yeah. it was just him the whole movie just being young again. Oh, no. I was like, what the? Even that's kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, I will say this. It, this is not a spoiler for Oppenheimer at all. Very, very minor detail. Um, and it has to do with Josh Peck. You know how he's in the movie? Yeah. All right. I'll say this and again, not a spoiler at all. It won't ruin nothing. I promise you, because I'm not that guy. You know what I, mean? I don't ruin movies for people. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not. But he's he does nothing the whole movie. He says not one word, right? Like I think he says three words the whole movie and like moans at one point. Not like moans, like he, he like he's like oh, oh, like you know. And I'm like yo, he got paid, bro. He got, <laughs> he got paid to do nothing, bro. And I was like wondering like how are they gonna use him? Like what are his lines gonna be? Not not a goddamn. Thing. <laughs> Christopher Nolan must have been like, yeah, we just need a name to get people to watch this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm happy for him, bro. He got. I, I wonder how much he made off that movie, bro. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Nolan. Like, yeah, bro. He, he probably got paid to get him out. Hell yeah, bro. Damn, man. shout out to Josh Peck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. <laughs> but what are we doing it's today? Spherical. <laughs> spherical. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little, little inny. I'm an Audi. Yeah, yeah. Like the car. <laughs> That's the dry laugh episode. So I expect a lot of dry laughs, as opposed to those moisturized laughs. Fuck <laughs> it. What are we doing today? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do that. Remember we do that thing? Yeah, we yeah. do that thing that where thing? where we talk about what's going on in the earth. It happened in our minds. And sometimes we talk about why it matters. Yeah, sometimes. But most of the time it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like the whole COVID thing or environmental disaster. Maybe we should start doing a thing for season two where yeah. at the end of every episode mm-hmm. we ask ourselves, did that matter? Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this is going to be no every single time. <laughs> But we got a show, and for those who forgot, or for those who are tuning in for the first time ever, fun times are awaiting you, bro, <laughs> so let's fucking do some shit. Um, definitely, I have three topics to discuss. We're going to discuss those three topics, and then we have uh, our- As we do. As we do. Every single time, we talk about afterwards, the, after the three topics. I can't speak today. <laughs> after the three topics, we talk about albums or movies or comics in that order mm-hmm. per week, and this- the episode <laughs> is going to be an album. Yeah. One that is very interesting yeah. because uh, it, it, it ain't. <laughs> but history says it is and we have to oblige. So, yeah, I'm never taking an album recommendation unless I really fucking know I want to. <laughs> but it's a challenge, you know, and God damn was it. So we'll definitely speak about that later. It's a surprise, even though it isn't because you'll already be fucking hearing it. We're reading it in the episode. Yeah. yeah. So to us is. Not a surprise either, so we just <laughs> we're just gonna keep it rolling. And uh, I did tell you my topics the week before. And yeah, one of them is similar; the other two have changed. Okay, so I'm gonna use them as a quick topic. Okay, and I'm gonna bring it up right now is the chicken one. So I figured you know what I'm talking about with the chicken. I think so. With the lab-grown chicken yes. and everything. So uh, the FDA, I think, is about or like is going to eventually or is considering uh, allowing lab-grown chicken mm-hmm. to be be a thing. Yeah, and um, it's either already happened or not. But then uh, I guess it has to move up in the, another step for it to become something that the whole states can eat, you know, whether it's considered safe and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I guess the real question and the one that I think a lot of people are thinking is like if vegetarians eat this lab grown chicken, is that technically still like a vegetarian thing to do? 
Um, hmm. Technically not, I guess, because it's actual meat. Like this yeah. is legitimate, legitimately meat. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple of steps that go into making it, and I think there's a fact, there's a step in the process that still involves animal cruelty, even though it's lab grown, because uh, something that they're using comes from like uh, I think a, a farm of cows. Okay. You know, I don't know what exactly. I should have the facts here, but I don't. <laughs> so basically, right now it's becoming a thing, and it's being done with animal cruelty within it. Just mm-hmm. not killing actual chickens. It, okay. ju- it just comes systematically from like farms and stuff like that that have that involved. Right. And they feel that once they eliminate that factor, then it's completely cruelty free. You know? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Like cruelty free chicken and lab grown chicken. Like what do you think about that? And would you eat it? I. It's like I don't really like the idea of it, mm-hmm. but I would try it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it tastes the same to me yeah. and whatever, then it's like. I, I guess I'll eat it. Yeah. Like, I, I, again, I don't really like the mm-hmm. idea of it, but I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think uh, mm-hmm. that idea of cruelty free is nice, but um, I'm also in, in the same idea where it's just uh, as like human beings, yeah. like as animals, it's like, I just feel like that's like the order of things. Like it's you're like, fucking up the cycle, cycle of life. Like, not even fucking it up, but just like you're just like being weird about it. Being weird about it. It's like <laughs> why you know, be so weird about it? <laughs> like you know, we we were. I just feel like we were meant to yeah. to eat other animals and stuff. And I think nothing's meant for anything. I think we're all just here and die I, later. <laughs> it, like, but if we didn't have these animals to eat, like mm. you know, what did veg- vegetarians do before cooking? I didn't exist. <laughs> like, they, didn't, they just ate the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's what vegetarians do: eat the floor. <laughs> Just fucking a whole clump of dirt. <laughs> Damn, this shit is great. And I feel so good about myself. No, I saw um, my friend told me, or I think you sent it to me, where it was uh, a baby was starving. And when they were brought to the hospital, oh, yeah. They were, it's because they were being fed almond milk mm-hmm. instead of breast milk. And I yeah. was like, no way, bro. No <laughs> yeah. way. And if that did arise from, you know, that makes no sense. Not, not breastfeeding your kid or maybe not giving them milk because it came from a cow. Mm-hmm. That's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful. Disrespectful. The, Get the, that baby some milk. <laughs> and then what, what happens if, I mean, I guess the hospital is allowed to give the baby milk, right? Or I guess nutrients that enrich the baby and not let it starve. Or him, her, they, them, or, you know. Helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> My baby was a helicopter. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> get, get, get the fuck back here. <laughs> it's like every every time you just see a helicopter out there, you're just like, that's my boy. <laughs> and then people call me no. Like you're just like with someone and you see the helicopter mm-hmm. and you say that and they're like, oh, is your son on that helicopter? And you're like, no, no. He is the helicopter. <laughs> It'd be crazy because you know there's a helicopter pilot out there. You know they welcome you to the, the helicopter and they're like, "Hey!" And they're like, "Oh, what's the what's the helicopter's name?" And it's Kobe. <laughs> and it's like, yo, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, shout out to Kobe Bryant though. <laughs> I uh, thought about saying uh, something, but I was just like, no. "Say, say, no." I'm, I'm gonna repeat it again, and you gotta say, "Okay." Shout out to Kobe Bryant. Who? <laughs> nah, it's crazy, bro. I, I'd rather you had made fun of his death. <laughs> no, man, that shit was crazy. Fucking, uh, I remember when he died. Shit was sad. I have no idea what I was doing that day. It was pretty fucking random. Yeah, um, that's like, aren't all deaths random? 
Nah. Nah, right? Some devs are like, oh, obviously. Like, you know, no. you pull the plug on someone. <laughs> nah. That's like, you don't know if you're going to do it or not. What do you mean? Like, you decide. Like, <laughs> you go to a hospital. I'll be- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, like uh-huh. if you have like a loved one that's going through something yeah, or whatever, yeah. or like someone of age and whatever, it's like you make that decision of like, mm. you know, it's time. You, to, can you do it here? I don't think you could do it here. I think so. Yeah. yeah but they, I think, I think that, I don't think it's, uh, I think we're talking about two different things assisted suicide and then just like somebody in a vegetated state or like a para, like you well know, we actually talked about this yeah. we actually talked about this in the episode when i brought up um that story of that couple that mm. uh were the the uh, eiffel towered yeah they yeah. eiffel towered their clones mm-hmm. uh where the wife uh <laughs> shot the husband in the hospital uh, because they oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she tried to shoot herself but she survived dumbass well, no, uh, oh. she was too scared to <laughs> oh, shoot what herself. a pussy <laughs> but um that's I, I love you <laughs> <laughs> but i remember seeing that like apparently uh mm. the that idea of a medical uh person yeah. pulling the plug on someone should be more applicable in in the states yeah. and stuff no i should that they yeah. do it more in other countries than they yeah. do here i mean that's a lot but of um yeah mm. so it, it just it is interesting because it's like you yeah. know maybe we should do that mm. more i think it's i think it's cool and all but then you feel guilt i think that guilt is one thing that people don't factor in like you know you feel like you did a good thing mm-hmm. but like you're also the person that killed this person you know what i mean which is of course a stretch you know but it's it's still murder it's like uh sending sending somebody to death even though you know you want to or you feel like you should and then when they die you're like well i was a part of you know murdering this person you know or like yeah, or I mean, like that, sending that's, a, that's why i don't believe in the death well that's why i do because at the end of the day they should have fucking died anyway <laughs> Damn. uh the i think the shooter i forgot where but he which is interesting because he shot up a synagogue mm-hmm. and uh, it was like the large attack on uh jews or jewish people and he, he he murdered like 11 people in a synagogue and he got the death penalty and a lot of people aren't getting death penalty, but they should because they're killing like 12 people, 20 people, you know, this and that. A lot of people are getting life in prison, this and that. Dylan Roof uh, proclaimed racist. Like he for sure, even in court says, like, yeah, I'm a racist. Like I did it because I'm a racist. And they're like, oh, well, you get to live. <laughs> he only killed like 10 black people only <laughs> in a church. You know what I mean? And you got Burger King afterwards. Like it's, it's okay. <laughs> so do Jewish people really run the world? I think so, man. I think the media for sure. <laughs> now we're gonna get a Jewish warning. <laughs> You're gonna be on this one, and our team song is gonna be Hala. Hala. <laughs> I wish I knew more Jewish words. That'll blow a Jewish guy's mind if I started speaking uh, Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, "Hey," and I was like, oh, "You know, like I don't." Uh, I I used to hate working with Jewish people when I um <laughs> cut that clip. <laughs> yeah, you can clip that. You can clip this whole thing. I'm just I'm talking from my experience. Yeah. But it's just because, like, my dad he he's a florist. Yeah. And so he works. Like in, he installs floors. Uh yeah. <laughs> um he he installs floor tiles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on Jewish people. Uh no, what the <laughs> fuck? Outside. Oh. <laughs> in the Jewish land. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now that we're on the same page, <sighs> as I was saying. Yeah. God. Sorry, guys. Frankie is just <sighs> fucking, fucking douchebag. <laughs> All the fucking time with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, my dad was a florist. He mm-hmm. always used to work in like the Jewish community and mm-hmm. stuff because uh, they always had parties and yeah, they're yeah. always offering work. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I would work with him sometimes, and it's just they 
like are so intense with with the way that they do things. Oh, yeah. It's just it's so I find it so strange. Yeah, like, have you seen those outfits they wear in the summer? The big ass hats. And yeah, tents? no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like it, it's so funny too because yeah. I remember in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, where like the what part of Brooklyn is like? Are you asking where Brooklyn at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where Brooklyn? At? <laughs> uh, Bushwick. Bushwick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, oh, Williamsburg. One of those two. Yeah, Williamsburg has a high Jewish uh, yeah, population. Yeah, it, it's just so crazy to me how mm. like on one block you can mm. be in the hood and mm. then you cross the street and yeah, then you are in the game. Jewish like <laughs> hood. <laughs> Israel, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's where it is. <laughs> but it's just a uh, they used to fucking work me, dude. Like, yeah. oh no, I, I've had um, you know the first person to tell me that like my friend that I grew up with uh, middle school. I mean, so maybe not grow up all the way to mm. a certain extent. He told me he did catering and he worked for a lot of Jewish people and they're very rude. Uh, I'm not, again, not all Jewish people, but the ones he's encountered, they're yeah. very rude, very not respectful to anybody that's working. They, they treat workers more like the help than actual workers. And then yeah. not too long ago, another uh, friend of mine who was a cook, he said the same thing, like catering. He's like, he works for Jewish people. <clears throat> and when he does, like, it's just a bunch of rude behavior, just a lot of like snap, 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 like this and that. And, um, but I do, th- I think, uh, do think that Jewish people just keep to themselves a lot. And what is it? Uh, on Saturdays, they do this thing where they don't use electricity. I think it's not oh. land, but it's... Uh, you never heard about this? Google it, well, I'll, and I'll explain it. Why. Just look up uh, Jewish people not use electricity day called. I think it's uh, the Sabbath. I may be wrong about that one, though. But anyway. Black Sabbath? <laughs> I don't know Black Sabbath song right now. <laughs> um, fucking... Glad to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. That's a Black Sabbath song. It's not. Only the most traditional interpret Judaism's prohibition on working or creating on the Sabbath Sabbath, as prohibiting the turning on of electricity and electronics. So all all Saturday, they won't use any electricity. I, I don't think they even touch any items like that. Um, which is interesting. Cause I think my mom told me that one time they paid her, or they were gonna pay her. But I don't think it's every Saturday. I think it's on, on a specific holiday. No, oh, something like that. But I, I'm pretty sure because it says here, uh, yeah. Shavat is a holiday on which traditional Jews do not do certain categories of work. For example, using electricity, riding cars, writing, and using the telephone. In this way, it, it is similar to Shabbat. However, cooking and carrying, which are not allowed on Shabbat, are allowed on this holiday. Mm. Well, Shabbat or Sabbath, one of those. But if it's a holiday or whatever, but it's still something they do. And but I'm pretty sure uh, the reason I say it happens every Saturday is because uh, I could be wrong though. But they asked my mom once to turn off something for her for them, and she, they were going to offer her money. She was like, "Nah, hoes, I'm Mexican, man. I'll do this shit." <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, we didn't we didn't ask that. <laughs> we just needed to t- turn off this light bulb." <laughs> She's like, but how can I see? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I don't even know how we got to this topic. (laughs) Jews. (laughs) I don't know. No hate, though. No No hate. hate. No hate. Kosher. No no racial. This this episode is kosher, halal, and (laughs) gluten-free. Non-GMO. Non-GMO. Almost cruelty-free if we didn't talk about the chicken because it's still... You guys are so mean to me. You want, you want to tell that story? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I, yeah. I mean, you, I don't remember. All so. Right. so last night we were in a respected establishment getting adult beverages, right? We're, we're, we only had two, but we had just, Javi was partying that day or yesterday. 
a little bit, has, has a couple of drinks, a little soju, a little sangria, a little, but culture of drinks. You got a PBR, a soju, and a sangria. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking all over the world. <laughs> the liver's like, gay. <laughs> and, and then at the end of the night, like we're about to go home, it starts raining like crazy. Me and Anthony runs away. He run, Anthony runs away again. Woo! <laughs> and I get in my cab. But before we do all that, right before we do all that, in mid-conversation, you know, we're all kind of talking at the same time. And Javi just comes out of nowhere. So suddenly he's like... Why are you guys so mean to me? <laughs> I give Javi a look, like a double take look, where I'm like, and I'm smiling because like I was like, what the fuck? Where did this shit come? What did and, I do after yeah, that? I don't know. I forget. We were just left. We all just left because we all we were all in motion of leaving already, you know. And then I was like, but I should I should have been like, well, what's going on? <laughs> That shit is so like, funny. I was to like, me. man, I gotta bring this up later. <laughs> There's no way I can. I can't let that one slide. <laughs> I have no idea why why I would say that. It was super interesting, but fuck it, whatever. I guess we we're being mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fucking yeah. You got any, any other quick topics? Lizzo is bugging the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, she, she is, man. <laughs> nah, man, that shit's crazy. I had no idea what was going on. I just like saw all the memes on Reddit yeah, and yeah. shit, and I was mm. like, "What is happening?" And man. I had to ask my coworker. I was like, mm-hmm. "What? Do you know what's going on with this?" Free Lizzo, <laughs> free her. Nah, you hyped nah. her up too much. Oh yeah, I hyped her up too much, and I was always talking shit about her music specifically. <laughs> and now she's on some shit, and now y'all want to claim her? Nah, free her. <laughs> I'm pro Lizzo now. I'm getting. I'm, I, that's the reason I didn't lose weight. Always a contrarian. <laughs> So they call me a country. <laughs> a cunt? Damn. <laughs> well, this one means me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much Lizzo, Hawaii, and what else? And Trump getting arrested. That's pretty much the top three right now. Nah, it's way more. Way more. But I have different news. I have different news. And maybe I'll start the news right now. Ooh, right? Because we got a Bruce Lee movie catch. <laughs> Truth be told, shout out to Enter the Dragon. We'll let you know how it is in Hell the yeah. AMC section. We had the little the mini AMC section for the Enter the Dragon. Yeah. All right, bet. Uh, anything you want to input before I start this fabulous news, telling the telling the stories of all over the world? <laughs> Please tell me everything you have to show in the whole world. Understood that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were gonna say some shit. <laughs> nah, I, 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 hey, don't look at me. Don't look at me. You, you, the host right now. I am the host right now. I am the host. Kay? They call me the host. I'm hosting you, hosting me, basically. Okay. And our demons out here in front of us, just fucking, fucking, just being gross. <laughs> what, what the fuck? What demons are you talking about, boy? Guys, what the fuck? Yo, Frankie, you I, good? I just like when you say shit with that type of face. Like these motherfuckers are just so disgusting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just makes everything. How was the chicken? It was disgusting. <laughs> like damn, bro. <laughs> I know you can't see the face I'm making. It's just very disgruntled. Anyway, <laughs> I got three topics. Right, it's about the I seventy killer. I'm gonna talk about Alzheimer's again. Alzheimer's, <laughs> but more particularly how it affects black people. Okay. All right. And then we're going to talk about a 14-year-old bringing you a beer the next time you go to a restaurant. Ooh. Okay. That's three topics right there. So I digress. Not really, though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do you, what do you mean? You, you didn't... Just get out of here. Just like, I'm out of here, bro. <laughs> I digressed already. <laughs> Guys, he digressed. I, all right, I guess. All right, let me get this started. Okay, so with the I-70 killer, right? 
there's been somebody going around from Indiana to Kansas, right? And the way I describe this man is the way they describe this man. <laughs> he's 5'8", he's Caucasian, he has leathery tan skin, and he seems around in his 30s, right? And um, and particularly particularly in one, t- uh, one area, Houston, Texas, he walked into a gift shop and spoke to somebody. Her name was Vicky Webb. Okay. Webb with two Bs, right? Webb, Webb, Webb. And um, basically, they were talking, discussing. He was talking to her about his like niece or nephew or something like that. And he was kind of looking around. He was like looking around and stuff like that, being kind of weird. But he's white, so of course, you know. And then um, Vicky, she's the clerk at the store, so she's behind the register. I'm assuming <laughs> she's in the corner somewhere. <laughs> like, hey, how can I help you? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> and Frankie's last name. <laughs> so my last name is Corner. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she turned around. And when she turned around, uh, she was shot. Like, she got shot, and she just fell to the floor immediately, and she was paralyzed from the neck down. Damn. So, um, she she was- Wait, she, so where'd she get shot? I'm I'm still around the neck. Okay. Later, I'll tell you, but she has a bullet in there right now. You know? oh. And of course, she survives, I can tell you that. Um, but she was shot, but she, she couldn't move. But she knew that what she needed to do in this exact moment was play dead. And I guess it helped, you know, because she can't move her body, you mm-hmm. know, but also she knew just to like be as still as possible. <laughs> but like, you know, not open her eyes or just act dead. And when the killer came around, he approached her body, went through the cash register a bit, and then he pulled on her pants and pressed his gun to her forehead, right? Uh, kind of like the Joker, if you kind of think about it, and the killing joke and everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, from what I think, I, I always think that he rapes her because you can hear the belt buckle, but I don't know. Um, but he uh, he does that, and then he pulls the trigger. But the gun just clicks. So it goes, wow. so no bullet. And he started to laugh like crazy. Like he started to really just laugh at her. And uh, then he just left because he started hearing noises around the area. And that's fucking scary. You know the what I mean? Fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that was one of the many incidents that the I 70 killer has caused. And uh, since April 8th, 1992, he's murdered 26 year old Robin Fuldauer who was working in a Payless in Indianapolis, Indiana. Shout out to Payless. Uh, three days after April 8th, April 11th, in 1992, he uh, murdered Patricia Smith, who was 23, and Patricia Majors, 32. And they were both found dead in a bridal shop in Wichita, Kansas. Why is he just working people while they're, killing people while they're working, man? <laughs> it's a good-ass question. <laughs> and uh, then in Terror Hall, that's how you say it, Indiana, Michael McCown was 40 years old and was in a ceramic shop shop in April 27th. He was also murdered. Now, the strange thing is that lately the last three murders were women, right? And this Mm -hmm. is a guy. It's possible that he got killed because his hair was in a ponytail. And when he was turned around, he thought it was a woman. So he shot him as well. And then he killed 24-year-old Nancy Kitzmiller in St. Charles County, Missouri, Four days after that, another victim was shot, 37-year-old Sarah Blessing. Mind you, the first person I told you, Vicky Webb, is the only one to survive these shootings. And now she's like Man. working on getting back. She's like working on like walking again, this and that. And side note, that day on her shift before she got shot, or the day regardless, she was supposed to go on vacation. Wow. That fucking sucks, man. That's just ass cheeks, bro. And uh, my whole thoughts is security cameras because they don't even have a, they don't have a picture of this man at all. Really? What the yeah, fuck? they just have a sketch. I'll show you the sketch. This is what it looks like. Ugly ass motherfucker. <laughs> That's a good sketch though. But he looks strange as shit and definitely needs a different barber. <laughs> and um, 
Now, the whole point of everything is that, like, they still haven't called him, right? And, uh, well, what do you think? Do you think the security cameras is not working or because they're local small shops that they're just not up to date with it? Because there has to be at least one of those shops that has, a, you know, footage of him or something. I mean, yeah, like a Payless. Like, why the, f- yeah, how the fuck? I mean, it is Payless, though. But even Payless is, is pretty well established. Don't shit on Payless. <laughs> What's wrong to, with you? I like Payless. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. All right. I guess we both agree to agree. Yeah. Payless is the shit. Payless rules. But I don't like you, so I, I, I got to disagree with you. So You're so mean to me. <laughs> um, again, nothing not too much around here, but in all the crime scenes, there's been identical bullet casings. And they were, find, they were found on multiple crime scenes. And the uh, motive seems to be more to killing, like wanting to kill, than money. Because he's taking money out the registers, mm-hmm. but it seems more unlikely he's doing this to be like, you know, just to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And um, all the victims have had brown and long hair. Working for small businesses along I-70, which is the whole area I just told you, from like Kansas, Indianapolis, all that stuff. Uh, killed with the same gun, an Irma work model ET-22 pistol. And um, it just sucks, man, because you just, I mean, again, this is just kind of basic, you know, murderer going on a spree and this and that. But not too long ago, there was, uh, I forget where it was, but some guy just got caught, I think in Long Island, a suspect for murders that their bodies were found on the beach and everything. Oh, man. And it's ridiculous. So, you know, I know people like killing shit and everything, but this guy's still on the run because I looked it up the other day. Really? Yeah, yeah. This oh is like, God. this guy's just going around and probably just going to get away with it. Um, hopefully not. But I say it because like they just launched, they launched the task force in 2021 that uh, has all the investigators from Kansas, Indiana, and Missouri. And they're going to, you know, come together, review evidence, try to, you know, connect everything through DNA and other practices. But ultimately, he's getting away with it right now as we speak. Wow. And uh, it's just not fair. It's just not cool. Not cool at all. Um, it's not. It's not. It's super not cool. It's, it's super not, not cool beans, it's Not dude. chill. Not chill. But um, that, I mean, that's, that's a hell no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this will help anybody, but if you... I'm not going to give out the whole details of this guy. He's white, 22, whatever. Red hair. But if you see this motherfucker, call 1-800-800-3510. That's what I'll say. You know what I mean? Just because... Uh, I don't know. That'd be crazy if you catch it because of us. If you want our credit, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare not give us our credit. Because yeah, if you start working and you don't give us our credit, guess who's going to come up through and just be like, hey, <laughs> can you grab that? <laughs> just imagine that story. It's like, yeah, I was listening to this shitty podcast. And <laughs> yeah. like, they just described this dude. And I just looked across the street and I said, hey, yo. That's that motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe he listens to us. And that's why he shot people. Nah, there's no way. It was in 1982. Maybe he listens to us, and now he's going to find us because we talked about him. Mm, if he shoots me, I'll be tight. I'm not going to lie to you. He, I mean, with your hair, he'll probably mistake <laughs> you for a girl. So like, He'll be like, oh, this bitch is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, damn. <laughs> Cheek's crazy. <laughs> when Beatrice slaps my ass every single time, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I, I should just slap my ass in public. And I was looking at her like, oh, <laughs> what are you what did you just do to me? And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Basically doing what this guy has done to all of the people. And yeah. Like, <laughs> Is that what she's doing? She's taking advantage of me turning around. It's <laughs> not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's a little short one. It's a little short story of like this killer and stuff like that. Man. Um, but it sucks. Um, but yeah, man. That, that's pretty basuda. Yeah, and pretty basuda. Pretty short, pretty just go straight to it. But I did want to keep that story because I think it's crazy. I think the serial killers are all around all the time. But I don't know, man. I haven't heard of somebody being that like prominent in that area in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, there are some weird motherfuckers out there, bro. It's it's kind of weird to think that people do that. 
Yeah. Just, uh, like I I think about um that show Dexter. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, Dexter's a good show though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. it it really is crazy to think about how there are people out there that just yeah. do that. But like, and he did it to punish people though, right? Like it was like people that were assholes and stuff like that. I think so. And then it got to a point where he did it to just cover up his crimes yeah. and everything. Nah, man, but no, nah, but it, that was a good show. What do they say? They say uh, everybody in their lifetime has come across one killer in their in their whole life and stuff like that. Oh, is that is that yeah. actually a thing? Damn. So uh, recently, I've been uh, closing my eyes. Not recently, like a while back. And there's a point where I was closing my eyes, and all you know when you see like lights and colors mm-hmm. like that, I started seeing faces. You ever had that happen to you? Uh, not that I can recall. Try try to do it, but like I'll close my eyes and like the little blurs and everything. Even as I do it now, like the faces will sprout, mm-hmm. but full detailed faces, right? Like real weird shit. And then I'll, weird. I'll, 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 I'll wake up laughing sometimes. <laughs> it's weird as fuck. Somebody's diagnosing me right now. Like, yeah, you're just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a grade A uh, autism. <laughs> Nice. That's what. That's what the greatest A <laughs> for autism. And I was looking it up like, why does this happen? And they were like, Oh, your third eyes have been open. And I was like, Damn, deep as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, buy me a drink yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. So next time you walk around with me, trust me, I'm looking at you with my third face. Ooh. <laughs> Francis sees all motherfuckers. That's weird, man. Yeah, it's super, I swear to God, though, like it's real detailed faces, and not it's not fun. Man, you're trying to go to sleep. You see some motherfucker with a pimple. <laughs> you just imagine somebody. Uh, but then I hear that comes from you just, was it every person's face in your dreams comes from everybody you've seen yeah, in yeah. public at least once? Mm-hmm. Like you're not able to create a face yeah. realistically, which I don't know how true that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. <laughs> what do you- I don't know. I mean, you can't explore everybody's mind. You can't, you can't really check that, you know? I, I mean, I like, I think there are enough people to, that could prove or explain it to you better than I could. I don't think that's true. I mean, I, I think it's a, a theory. I think it's a strong theory. But I, don't I think know. it's I think it's not a theory. I think you it's think, pretty true. You think if somebody was born in the desert and they never seen another person before? Okay, that'd be crazy. People who've never seen the reflection. That's I mean, terrifying. I mean like Plato's cave. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> More like people who've never seen the reflection. Just a person that's never seen the reflection. I mean, uh, there there is a philosopher um, mm. I, who I've read some stuff from before that he, uh, I forget his name, but it was something about like the mirror effect mm. that happens to every single cog- cognizant being on the planet mm. when they look in the mirror for the first time mm. and how there's just like a weird sensation when you do see yourself in the mirror for the first time and mm. how you're just kind of like, oh my God, like. I'm ugly really, as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's 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 really a moment. Of just like I'm yeah. really in this bitch. Yeah, that's why. Like, like I hear tripping and looking at yourself in the mirror is crazy. Um, yeah, I wanted it once when I was like just coming up, you know, on shrooms, and I went to the mirror. I was like, you. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And then, <laughs> and the mirror, you was like, <laughs> yeah, little peace sign. And I'm like, this dude is crazy. And they were like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shut up, you. <laughs> Nah, uh, I I remember the first time Link saw himself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he told me he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he like he like jumped up a little bit. He was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who's that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and he like put his nose up to the uh-huh. mirror, and he was like, what the fuck? And he just like really like looked at himself. Yeah, yeah. And then he just started looking at me through the mirror, and he was like, yo. And then he turned around <laughs> and then looked at me on the couch, and he was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Like you just see like the gears going in his head. <laughs> That's shit, awesome. Shit's so funny. What is it with dogs? I think they they only have a span of like two to ten seconds or something like that to 
like and be engaged with something, which I don't, I have to really like just stop speaking on my ass <laughs> because it's something like that. But because of course they remember your face, they know who you are and they, they, they learn like dogs mm-hmm. are smart, but there's something around that where like they don't really retain that much information or like, or I think sentimental information and this and that. Okay. But Link, I still fuck with you, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That stuff is crazy. But yeah, this guy was killing people. And yeah, and that's not cool. That's not. That's cool. a hell no. That's a ha- hell no. Hell no. <laughs> All right, but now we're gonna talk about black people and Alzheimer's. Hell no. Hell no. Now this is a pretty interesting uh, article that I found. Uh, I'm gonna find the person who wrote the article because she or him wrote work very hard, and I'm not trying to do them dirty. The other one was whatever. <laughs> they didn't really work that hard. They work really hard. <laughs> they deserve the credit. This is by Linya Flo- Floyd. And it was in Health Magazine, I'm assuming. And it's called Alzheimer's in Black and White. All right, so this is crazy, right? So of the makeup of all those diagnosed with Alzheimer's, black people who are 70 and older make up 21.3%. Now, uh, this is this com- this itself, this note itself comes from the CDC exactly, right? Released September 20th, 2018. So among people, so mind you, this is, Five years ago. Okay. Right? So I just said 70 year older, 21%, 21.3% of it is black people, right? Um, but in 2018, the CDC reported that among people ages 65 and older, African Americans have the highest prevalence of Alzheimer's disease and related dementias, 13, 13.8%, followed by Hispanics, 12.2%, and non-Hispanic whites, 10.3%, American Indian and Alaska natives, and then Asian and Pacific Islanders, right? And now they're expecting that in 2060, there's going to be 3.2 million Hispanics and 2.2 million African-Americans with Alzheimer's disease and related dimensions. And um, yeah, so that's crazy already. That's insane. And I know we've we've talked about Alzheimer's before and I like the topic a lot because I think it's very applicable. Um, Of course, the people who have it. But just it's like a little area where like you don't really get near it until you experience. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about how you, usually your grandmother has it and stuff like that. And it's a very interesting topic to me. It's always been right. So look, uh, to to simply put it, and for those who don't know, I'm sure they do, is that Alzheimer's is the progressive brain disease that robs people of their memory, their ability to take care of themselves, and eventually take their lives. Um, like there was uh, the person who was affected by it in the article was saying that one day like. Her mom, she was always very organized, always this and that. And her mom was going on a trip and then she checked her luggage and her luggage was a mess. Like everything was just kind of like thrown in there. Uh, there's stories of people like um, in their houses, like they, uh, some, their child will go visit their like mom or dad or loved one. And one of them like put aluminum foil all over their windows and this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. So just like, you know, maybe it's not that sporadic and insane, yeah, yeah. but there's like little instances, like something's up, right? Yeah. Now, uh, today, black people are twice as likely to uh, develop Alzheimer's or other forms of dem- dementia as to white people, right? And even though that's the case, studies show that compared with white people, black people tend not to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's until it has progressed much further. So white people are getting diagnosed much faster. Um, and of course, if it's diagnosed earlier, treatment in many forms may be, may be provided yeah. you know, to hinder the progression of the disease, right? Now, uh, there's a lot of ways that early health issues may impact one's susceptibility to attain Alzheimer's. Basically, um, you know, the way you lead your life, your diet, all that stuff, the factors around you, the stress, you know, you endure, that can all affect how you gain, like, you know, the risk of Alzheimer's, right? Interesting. Um, black people have the highest rates of obesity and hypertension of any ethnicity. 
and are 60% more likely than whites to be diagnosed with diabetes. 60% is crazy. Uh, research shows that those diseases can increase the risk of Alzheimer's. Um, they used to think that black people were just biologically prone to have Alzheimer's due to their genetics, right? Mm. So they would say, oh, like, you know, they just, they get it more often than white people. They're just, this is what happens with black people, genetically speaking, yeah. right? And, um, but that's not the case because in America, there's uh, black people from all over the world. This is not just African-Americans. This is like black people from the Caribbeans, DR, all these people, right? Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to say this when it's, you're saying that all throughout the world, like this is the case when it differs. So there's a lot, a lot of things with diet, like diets and cultures differ dram dramatically. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, everybody that's not white eats seasoned food. <laughs> Therefore, you know, what is What's it? What's adobo? <laughs> What's pepper? <laughs> well, uh, I know a lot of black men get this. Uh, it's in their toe. Like they get in something the um, because they eat way too much salt. No uh, gout, 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 and everything, and of course, a lot of Spanish eat a bunch of fried food, and even alcohol consumption, and all this stuff. Like, I'm sure, white people do it too, but um, I mean, they only have like mashed potatoes, broccoli, <laughs> and beef every day of their life. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but it's a difference, you know. And you know, as Dominican, you know, your foods that you eat often are more different than even the ones I eat, but they're both equally unhealthy. You know what I mean? Like to an extent. Hey, hey, I just I just <laughs> went to doctors. My yeah. cholesterol. Really good. Like, give me some knuckles. Hell yeah. I've been doctoring some forever, <laughs> but I'm sure it's terrible. <laughs> um, another bump in the road is seeking healthcare. Half of black people in the U.S., for example, say they have experienced discrimination while trying to get care for someone with Alzheimer's. And research suggests that black people often have to present, have to be present with more severe symptoms or be more persistent to get diagnosed. Basically, they just got to work real hard for somebody to acknowledge that something might be wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, more than if you were a white person or anything other than black, right? Okay. And then, of course, health insurance, economic status, quality of education, and environment are social determinants of health. Um, someone told me this that I didn't check. This is everything I'm saying is legit, but th they said that uh, when a black person is surrounded by a bunch of white people in their neighborhood, that they're more likely to get either dementia, Alzheimer's, or schizophrenia. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was assuming because they're like they're trying to imagine more black people around them. <laughs> no I'm kidding, but like you know that sucks. I would hate to be the only Mexican in front of a bunch of white people. Yeah, that would be like weird as fuck. <laughs> I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> um, that's a hell no. <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, so fifty-five percent of black people believe that cognitive deterioration is normal with age, and with that mindset, they're less likely to go see a doctor if they experience it. So they're saying like, "Oh, this is supposed to happen with age, so I'm just not going to see a doctor." Mm -hmm. And getting treatment early is super serious and important. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? So, <laughs> um, it's just crucial to go to a doctor and check on those things, especially for your parents that are you know developing and this and that. It's actually pretty crazy. Um. One, something that can affect you which is obvious if you have a relative with Alzheimer's you can get it but if you work a lot of night shifts you can also develop Alzheimer's quicker no than most way. people yeah so if you work a lot of night shifts OD that is something that can lead to Alzheimer's and stuff like that oh man that's some crazy shit man um, clinical studies also I think I mentioned this last time I think that they mentioned the drug that I mentioned last time but when they do clinical studies for Alzheimer's, they very like they have the tiniest percentage of black people present at those uh, clinical studies. You know what I mean? Because as you know, they'll say that's some white people shit. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> you know, clinical studies. Now, okay, but um, clinical what? <laughs> but because that's the case, um, if these drugs were to be put out, you know, it wouldn't 
be a guarantee that they would affect black people just as positively as white people. Mm-hmm. And that fucking sucks, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's like a quick dive, but a lot of fucking information in that shit. And I think it's very interesting because um, it's sad, man. It's sad that, like, d- these aren't, like, little numbers that are like, oh, you know, they're slightly affected. Like, you're hearing numbers like 60%, 55%, yeah. this and that. All, and, all, uh, I'm, all yeah. I'm hearing is, is, like, you know, <laughs> I thought I thought it already sucked to be black. <laughs> And and then you just drop all of this, <laughs> and it just like made it even worse. I'm like, damn, like, like you can't, you, they can't catch a break. <laughs> you guys say we can't catch, we a break. can't we catch can't a break. Catch, we can't catch a goddamn break. Like, goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of this. That's, that's do damn bad. <laughs> that's funny. It was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's super sad, and um. Again, like, you know, I'm sure if you dive deep into, like, Mexicans or Indians, like, you saw it, the percentages go down a little more. But it's still just as bad. And, I mean, the fact that it's, you know, just they're still working on that shit, man, it's just very scary. And, man, if I get Alzheimer's, I'll be tight. <laughs> I'll be pretty goddamn mad. You'll be like, like damn it. <laughs> Wait, I think, damn it, damn it. <laughs> I think I'm fine. You have Alzheimer's. God damn it. <laughs> no, nah, that'd be crazy, man. I don't know. I, and I know like you experienced it firsthand. For me, that'd be tough for me to experience it firsthand. I hope that I don't have to, of course. But you never know, you know. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. And uh, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It shout is out to Link. Yeah, shout out to Link, bro. Even though he's laying next to me right now, it's pretty hot. <laughs> but uh, boy, push this motherfucker to the side. <laughs> okay, you're cute as fuck, Link. It's, it's dope when a dog lays next to you. Yeah. You know what it? I mean? It's like, damn, bro. Trust what me. if dogs could cure Alzheimer's? Mm. That'd be pretty dope. No, I'd be cool with that. Why? I would be cool with but, that. So, so are you causing Alzheimer's? I mean, are you saying all people with Alzheimer's didn't have dogs? <laughs> Not one of them. Not a single goddamn one. That's of them. crazy, bro. So it's just we just got to get him some doggos because <laughs> you know, like we don't like dogs. What would be the best way to observe people who have Alzheimer's? Put like a hundred of them in a group and just watch them interact with each other. That's kind of sad. Yeah, <laughs> I would, like. It's just like I don't yeah. even. Uh, I, mm. I'm even thinking of like how that would even work. <laughs> Play hide and seek with a bunch of people with Alzheimer's. It's just, just like, win. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wins. There's <laughs> a funny story Theo Vaughn said. This is not my story at all. This is just me saying because it's so funny. But he was saying he was like. Yeah, man, I went to go play hide and seek one day and everybody was just, you know, we were just drinking and stuff and whatever. No, we were doing mushrooms. Everybody's on mushrooms, right? And we're like, let's play hide and seek. So everybody goes to hide and stuff and I just left. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, man, I just I just left and all these people on mushrooms were just hiding from me. <laughs> that guy's real fucking funny, man. Oh my God. He says it way funnier than me, of course. <laughs> But that guy's a real fucking talented piece of shit. <laughs> Respectfully. Ah, damn, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mm-hmm. There was a... I saw something. Um, this isn't related to Alzheimer's. Um, but I, I, I... Okay, I'm going to say my thing about Alzheimer's. Yeah. And then I'm going to go on, down a little b-hole. <laughs> go ahead. But um, <laughs> if you forget, I'll be like... <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> But uh starts trembling in, in Spanish. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> but uh I yeah, I mean when nice I, to meet you in danger, I'm Frankie. Nice. <laughs> you see me? See me? I gotta throw that in there. <laughs> All right, okay. But I mean, yeah, like like you said, I experienced it firsthand with my grandma and yeah. stuff and like that was very strange. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't really know what was happening until I realized like, wait a sec. Yeah. And I was like, Oh man. Something's but, happening. Um 
like my dad uh, i think it's interesting too just because like my dad uh who's you know not to say that he's dumb or anything but he, mm. he uh he's not the most educated guy yeah, yeah. out there mm. and so he he forgot what alzheimer's is even called he's like mm-hmm. yeah he was like I, I think she has like this or whatever mm. it's called um but i just think that's interesting because it's like how many people of like older generations and stuff really like think about that yeah because yeah. um you know it it's not like it's a new thing obviously it's been happening since forever yeah so it's just the science and like sort of the um how people view it how yeah. has that changed over the years and mm. stuff because like as medicine becomes more prominent um are more older people going to be on top of that or mm. is it just going to be like younger generations yeah. that are going to be more on top of that well i mean i think i think a lot of it like you said i think it's also uh, was it ageism right like we already expect older people to have this type of you know way in the world where they're always confused or a burden or this and that mm. and the reason that i think i bring that up is because like how like there's a lot of nurses that treat older people terribly mm. you know oh my god <laughs> come on link <laughs> like it's okay <laughs> and um you know i won't lie like old people suck now okay I hate my grandma. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, turn off the mic. All right, it's off. I fucking hate what people are like, oh, I just have to say that. All right, put the mic back on. <laughs> uh, you know what they call a mic that's on? Like recording? No. A hot mic. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to make a joke. And no. I, and, I didn't wanna, <laughs> and, I, and I didn't want to entertain you. No, that's what they call it. Like, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that people's perspective on old people because of like, you know, media and stuff like that also, but just because personal takes and everything, like people are less patient with an older person, you know, and then you get the real mean older people who are like, hey, yo, bro, chill the fuck out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you get the real racist ones where <laughs> like, oh, you know, like <laughs> I don't know about that one, but. Oh my God. Did I tell you about, that? about this one patient that came in one day uh-huh. and, um, uh, uh, he, he, he was black. Oh. And he comes in and he goes over. <laughs> I like how every story you mentioned is uh, either race or in this city. I'm like, I just wonder if it has anything to do with the story. Like, and he was black as fuck. Anyway, yeah. Um, he just, you know, wanted some chocolate. And then, like, <laughs> like and, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> he said hi and that's it. He left. Yeah. By the no, way, but- November 3rd, 1906, was, uh, I'll read it, a clinical psychiatrist and neuroanatomist, neuro Alois. Alzheimer reported a peculiar severe disease process of the cerebral cortex to the 37th meeting of Southwest German physi- uh, psychiatrist and Tubingen. He described a 50 year old woman whom he had followed from her admission for paranoia progress. Oh, it goes on. November 3rd, 1906 is the first case of Alzheimer's. Okay. His name was Alois Alzheimer. Damn. Crazy last what name. A, what, yeah, what a weird last name. <laughs> He, if only he'd known. <laughs> he would have got bullied as fuck. <laughs> All right, so the black person at your job? Yeah, he uh, he came in and uh, he looks at me and mm. then he goes to Whitney. Mm. Whitney is also black. Mm. Um, and uh, like Whitney starts checking him in and stuff and mm. like... Uh, it, yeah and there there wasn't a lot to do like uh all his documents were filled out all that shit whatever so it was just pretty quick and um and whitney wasn't really talking to him or anything and like he was checked in and he goes all right great thanks that was easy and he, he's like yeah you know like i'm glad i came to you because like you know like hispanic people like you know they they talk so much <laughs> And, and as we do a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> like goddamn, kind of right. <laughs> and he's just like they yeah. just yap and yap and they yeah, just go yeah. on. Oh my like, god! 
And I was yeah. just like, yo, what the mm-hmm. fuck? And, <laughs> and he just, he was like, hey, anyways, thanks. Thanks, honey. He's like, how dare you tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes to sit down and Whitney yeah. and I just looked at each other and Whitney was like, damn, I, I, mm-hmm. when he was like, I'm glad he didn't go over to you. <laughs> oh, but he glanced at you, right? Yeah. He was like, fuck this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm just like, damn. All man. right. So I guess I'm guessing black people don't talk at all. <laughs> they just have <laughs> like, two sentence conversations. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Yeah, but I don't know, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like everybody has their, you know, thoughts and everything about that stuff. But I think that's all just little exposure. And sometimes it's just being straight up honest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's funny how a lot of stereotypes are true. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiians be that. catching on fire. You know what I mean? That's yeah. another stereotype. Yeah. That sucks for them, truly. Shit, man. I, when, I, when I saw the news come out about Hawaii, it was said like like twenty dead at first. That shit is up to eighty nine now, bro. Man, that's a lot of fucking people, bro. It's uh, awful. That's it is awful. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I thought you were gonna make a joke. <laughs> you were like, it's not awful. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. You can tell by the tone of my voice that this is bad, guys. This is no bueno. Mm-mm. Hell no. Hell no. Banana bread. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't know that video. Oh man, just oh look up God. banana bread. Hell yeah, bro. Actually, 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 <laughs> the people need to know. The people need to know. <laughs> I'm gonna show them. Elongate the little section a little more, but we're gonna fucking do this right now. <laughs> I, I just watched it today. Yeah. That's how you motivate yourself. All right. Let's fucking go. Dude, I got some fucking banana bread at work today, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> My mom told me if I wait for things, like, good things will happen to me, dude. And fucking, I waited for some things, and I got some banana bread at work today, dude. Hell yeah. So it just goes to show that waiting for things is, like, worth it. But there's a lot of bad things in this world, dude. Like, fucking skunks, dude. Hell no. Scratching your eye, but it's still fucking itchy, dude. Hell no. The fucking cubs, dude. Hell no. No, like getting paid not a lot of money, dude, for fucking working. Hell no. But banana, banana bread. I fucking work, dude. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Banana bread, bro. I have fucking work, dude. Hell yeah. I like how he... Midway, he's like, at hell, work it, dude, hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to get the hell, yeah? <laughs> dude, that, that guy's that, a goat. Maybe there's a name on there or some shit. Hold on. <laughs> it's a Blake White 2516. Banana, bro. Skunks? <laughs> <laughs> fucking skunks, dude. <laughs> the way he talks is so funny. I was fucking working, man. And, dude, <laughs> they gave dude. me some banana bread. <laughs> hell, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things, man. <laughs> Rest in peace to Dale from King of the Hill. He died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Damn. You got to watch that show, man. King I of the do. Hill is one of the best shows that I think a lot of people... I think King of the Hill is looked at like the American flag is looked at. You know? <laughs> uh, or somebody with an American flag shorts. You know? You, okay. ever, you ever think about yeah. people with American flag shorts? Yeah. Why? <laughs> you know? I, I once saw a guy um with American sh- uh, flag booty shorts. No way. Yeah. 
badass. It was upstate. That's badass. <laughs> he was in, are cool. He was in Walmart and he was like, he started reaching up to like grab like a oh, water no, thing. So he yeah. like climbed up like the shelf thing. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this guy? Hell doing? no, dude. <laughs> Hell no, dude. But I think King of the Hill gets looked at like America like any clothes with the American flag, you're like, oh that guy's racist. <laughs> so you think of this show, you're like, oh that's this is like some conservative show. It's actually one of the most progressive shows you'll ever watch in your whole life. I mean I've never thought it was conservative so, or anything. But I just because it's like, like white people and this and that. Like Yeah, I just I, I, I always just saw it as yeah. like, you know, it's a yeah. southern show. I also thought it was gonna be boring. You know what I mean? Because I was like I I As not, a kid I thought it was boring. Yeah. yeah. And even the theme song ding 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 uh, but now nah, the guy who voices uh, Dale, he dogs like this. Nah, I can't even do the fucking push. Man, he died, bro. Rest in peace to that guy. Um, but yeah, it fucking sucks. Hell, that's a hell no. That's a hell no. That's a hell. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, last thing. Uh, you, you know, it's another hell no. Wow. I had a dream where I was about to clap cheeks, <laughs> and I didn't. Hell no, dude. Hell no. Hell no, bro. Like we we were she started uh guiding me to the to the uh bathroom yeah, wherever the gas we were. station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were at like a club resort thing or something. Yeah. She was like taking me to the bathroom mm-hmm. and like right as we get to the bathroom, there's like a kitchen door like across from the bathroom mm-hmm. and she just goes into the kitchen door and I was like, What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And I just kinda like stood out there for a second and like she didn't come back and I was Damn. like, What the fuck? And so I just started like um uh walking away. Waka and, uh, Waka 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 <laughs> And then I was like No I need a clap cheeks yeah, yeah So I turned back around And uh, I went through The kitchen door And then she wasn't there Damn I was like Damn but You could have still Clap cheeks It's your dream You just gave up <laughs> I did I didn't know I was in a dream So it, I uh, it, I just I just took the L <laughs> How you taking L's On and off the clock bro <laughs> <laughs> Even in my dreams Man <laughs> I'm going to shoot you so bad. You're going to wish I didn't shoot you so bad. <laughs> All right. I got my next story, which I think is pretty interesting. If I do say so myself. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I really wasn't going to do this one. And then I told it to somebody, right? I was like, hey, have you heard about this? And I told them. And um, they, were, they were pretty intrigued. So I was like, All right. Well, one person found it interesting. <laughs> and we're going to talk about bars. Bars, bars, okay. like rappers, bar. No, like you know, uh, a respected establishment that sells adult beverages, mm-hmm. right? The theme of the day. So, um, basically, uh, when you go to a bar, right? The bartender. How old do you think your normal, your average bartender is in the in New York? All bartenders. Average, I would say like, I would say maybe like twenty seven, twenty eight, around there, right? Yeah. And then very young ones, even then, you know, twenty one, right? How would you feel if you were at a bar at like 2 a.m. and it was like pretty busy, mostly males in the bar, and the woman bartender was 14? That'd be weird. It'd be weird, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's what the topic I'm going to talk about. Uh, basically, not just women, but kids, right? And uh, basically, um, they want to they wanna, like allow kids to work and serve alcohol. You know? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> day. <laughs> All right, so basically... Right now, in, uh, according to the Federal Reserve economic data, there are more than 1.3 million openings in the hospitality and leisure industry, right? And so because there's so many you know, gaps in employment, right, uh, there's really no federal child labor law or regulation barring those under 18 from serving alcohol. But there's nothing there to stop that, even though, of course, the drinking age is 21, mm. right? 
Um, and when you think about, you know, what do you think is the most problematic thing about younger people working with bars and serving alcohol? I think it's just it's just not like a place for for children. Man. Yeah, I, it's like you know, it's um adults being adults and shit yeah, yeah. and it's just like and it's just inebriated motherfuckers just acting rowdy and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and uh well one big thing is like harassment especially like sexual harassment towards younger women and especially i mean and, yeah and, if you're you know, a 14 year old girl yeah. and like some drunk idiot is definitely gonna be like yeah. oh are you like 18 yeah, what's up bro like hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> hell no that's a big <laughs> hell no yeah um but since 2021 seven states have enacted laws lowering the age to serve alcohol I didn't know this, but in 2021, New Mexico and Ohio lowered the age to serve alcohol from 19 to 18. West Virginia lowered it from 18 to 16. And last year, Kentucky lowered the age from 20 to 18 to serve alcohol. These are all to serve alcohol. Alabama, Alabama lowered the age from 19 to 18 and Michigan lowered it from 18 to 17. So these are all like, to me, it's interesting just because. I just didn't know this was happening. I just figured you had to be old enough to serve alcohol. Yeah. Or at least 18. That's what I figured the most. You know what I mean? And uh, the most recent state to uh, pass this law and easing the restriction for teens to handle alcohol was in Iowa. And this is Senate File 542. And it allowed Iowa minors to work in previously restricted fields. And that's that took effect July 1st. They allow 16 and 17-year-olds to serve and sell alcohol at restaurants until their kitchens close. So, you know, so you know, if okay. the bar stays open afterwards, it's fine. But if the kitchen is closing, that's they're fine. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and then it's new requirements for in terms of minor serving alcohol, including, including sexual harassment prevention training and a mandate for two adult employees to be physically present when minors are serving alcohol. So there is some, I guess, in, in, in Iowa in particular, uh, or maybe 542 is altogether, where... Um, they're, you know, helping these kids out at the very least. But even that sentence alone, like, you know, helping these kids out and yeah. serve alcohol and stuff like that. Um, the Michigan Licensed Beverage Association, an association that represents uh, bars, restaurants, and tavern owners, uh, supported this bill, you know, to allow this, you know, to happen. They also lobbied over $26,000 last year. You know, to make this happen. So a lot more is happening than just, yeah. oh, we just want to fill the, you know, we, you know. They didn't even make money, you know? And um, in New Hampshire, 14-year-olds can clear off tables with alcohol and can work up to 35 hours a week. Holy during shit. The school week. Uh, in the state, employees still need to be at least 18, year old, 18 years old to serve alcohol, though. But that's still... 35 hours a week for a 14-year-old, it's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, to me, that, that gives a lot of take on what's it called. I remember when you were saying... What was it with the kids who are immigrants or something like that? Yeah, were, yeah. I was uh, just thinking about give that. Give a little too. feedback on that because I remember it, like sum it up in a way because it's a very long story. Three kids died in three different ways from working jobs that were not at all for them. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, it's just, it, it was just talking about how all these children that come into the country, like immigrant children and stuff, how like they uh, get caught up in these jobs and stuff because they owe money to people and things like that. And they just, they're basically forced to work. Yeah. And they still try to go to school and all that mm. shit. It's just impossible. And those are much harsher conditions because they're under a guardian that sometimes doesn't even care for having them. They just mm. kind of want to like have a, a slave almost like yeah. to make them pay their bills and mm. be protected under the guardianship. Um, but yeah. And, and so with this, um, they're saying that this isn't a the problem isn't that there's lack of workers. The, the, the wage is really the problem because the one of the craziest things that I've seen is hold on. Let me tell you right now. Um, what do you think the federal 
uh, wages for you know workers that get tipped? Uh, I don't know, like twelve fifty maybe. I'll tell you right now. All together, not just New York, just the oh, uh, oof, I don't know, eight fifty. No, bro, it's uh like two dollars and something cents. No way. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you right now. Uh, this one I have to find for because uh, once okay, but let me give you this information too. During the fiscal year of 2022, there were 835 companies that employed more than 3,800 children in violation of labor laws. That's an increase from 2015 when 542 companies employed more than 1,000 children in violation of labor laws. So these motherfuckers are making kids work. And, you know, of course, they can't be doing that shit. Uh, I have my bad. I had these these notes right here. I didn't fucking put them in my shit because I'm an idiot. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you speak about yourself like that? I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. You got to be more positive, Frankie. Okay. You you made a mistake. It happens. It happens. Just, you know, you just kind of move on. <laughs> I got you right here. Look. Um, so the federal sub minimum wage for tip workers is currently $2.13 per hour. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine how much you made today? $12 <laughs> plus tips. God. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, let me uh, So this is the thing So the main thing About everything is um, What's it called I told you The labor law violations mm-hmm. And um, regardless Of those labor law violations Many states are still Trying to weaken Child labor laws And extend hours For children to work And allowing teens To work in hazardous industry um, One of the most Craziest things Is that The US Equal and Employment Opportunity Commission Does not collect Birth date dates so they'll like take in all the complaints and occurrences that are happening in terms of these violations or this and that, but they don't take age into consideration. So they don't okay. know how much of these complaints that are of sexual harassment consist of teens. They huh. just know that there's sexual harassment, like, you know, claims. Yeah. Um, overall, though, more than 11,000 sexual harassment complaints were filed at the end of 2022. And more than 36% of teens ages from 16 to 19 participate in the workforce according to Federal Reserve Economic Data. So you can only imagine, that's almost half. You get me? Almost half of the workforce is um, is 16 to 19, um, and they're teenagers, and then you're getting 11,000 complaints of sexual harassment, you know? Yeah, that's uh, that's mm-hmm. that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> and, um, and now a lot of the states that allow this lower uh, lower age to serve alcohol um, they're Republican states, but there's two Democratic states or three. Um, what's it called? Yeah, there's two bills that were passed in Mexico and Kentucky, and they were signed in by Democratic governors. Uh, in Michigan, Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer signed the bipartisan bill last year to lower the age where teens allowed to serve alcohol from 18 to 17. And Michigan currently has a triple Democratic majority last year at the state level. The House and Senate were controlled by Republicans. So that's a little, little, little fucking thing. Um, yeah, fucking Republicans, <laughs> fucking Democrats. I'm so same shit. I'm so I'm so tired. Sick of you and tired guys. of this grandpa. I, I you, you know what? Too damn bad. I'm gonna start my own party. <laughs> All right, how about that? Go ahead, bro. No, woo, woo. <laughs> uh, but no, but uh, what's it called? I mean, it's just interesting to me because uh, I don't know. I I really I never just considered this at all. I never thought it really mattered. Um, but like people be working a lot. For me, working young was like seventeen and stuff like that. But people have been working their ass off since they were like twelve and stuff. Mm-hmm. Different opportunity, different situations, circumstances, all that stuff. But it just seems that like that's pretty harsh. And um again, they're saying that because people aren't getting paid enough is why a lot of adults aren't 
working these jobs. Therefore, a lot of kids have to fulfill these gaps. Right. And I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like a lot of people like to shit on these OnlyFans people and and tw- like Twitch streamers and stuff like that. Fuck that, man. Get your money. Like you know, like get your money. You know, girl, do your thing. <laughs> if you're of age, of age, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they lower the age of OnlyFans to 14. Ah, came back to bite me in the ass. But um, no, I could also follow your dreams. <laughs> More importantly, but um, but no, it's just one of those things where you know. It doesn't really matter until you encounter it or like somebody you know, mm-hmm. you know, that the loved one goes goes to do that job and stuff. And then they have those restaurants where like, imagine like Hooters, like a 14 year old working on Hooters. That's like already kind of weird, <laughs> yeah. you know, but then you get to like, oh, what if you do, do a strip club and this and that? And then like, oh, it's still work, you know, and it's uh, it's Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein type shit, you know. <laughs> Apparently there's a painting of uh, George Bush playing with two paper airplanes and two fallen jungle town, ta- jump, was it Jem- Jenga? Jenga? Yeah. yeah There's yeah. a drawing of him like smiling, playing with two paper airplanes and two towers of Jenga f- falling over. Oh, man. And, and Jeffrey Epstein's mansion, when they, whatever. The fuck's weird, right? What a weirdo. <laughs> he would allow 14 year olds to serve alcohol. Oh, yeah. Past the kitchen hours. So um, would Andrew Tate. At, nah, first of all, <laughs> don't disrespect that man like that. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do you think about the whole thing like are you against it you think it's cool you think, you think as long as they're you know teaching those sexual harassment classes and this and that do you think that's fine you know because some people want to just hustle when they're younger too you know yeah I, I get that it's just like I don't know 14 is just so young to start working and it's like I I feel like that's not the optimal age to be working yeah. at I, I feel like that um, you know you could start working at 16 17 mm-hmm. whatever but when it comes to working in these sorts of jobs yeah. and stuff, like I've heard stories of people that that were young working in kitchens and stuff and yeah. like uh, uh, how they just like, it was just some of the most stressful jobs that they've ever yeah. had in their lives. And well, shit. I, just, I can't imagine working in a kitchen. I work in a fucking front of the house and that shit is fucking hard as shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if you were fucking 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and they say that uh, because of this, like their grades go down, the rate of completion of school goes down. Yeah. And uh, your brain is still developing. Uh, you're developing until 25, right? But even then, bro, like 14 is so young and so much ahead of you to be doing other shit. Yeah. So it's mm. just with that, I'm just kind of like, you know, it's it's not my favorite thing I, yeah. I don't like that um, but i think in new york you can get your working papers at 14 years old i'm pretty sure yeah i mean i'm just saying that like personally for myself like i wouldn't mm. want my kid to be working at 14 like, yeah i'm like go touch some grass <laughs> he just bartended some shit he's like hey what's up dad <laughs> <laughs> hey son let me get a like, i'll see you at work later son <laughs> Yeah, my dad, my dad loves spending time with me. Oh, what do you guys do together? He comes to the bar. <laughs> oh, you guys just drink together? No, I, I serve him. <laughs> it doesn't tip. <laughs> He's like, I he pay your rent, tips. God damn it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that whole thing is just very fucking... I mean, it's intriguing to me because something you don't think about, you know? Uh, but the sexual harassment thing, that's where it gets really fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, man. like, with that, it's mm-hmm. like... I don't know how a parent is letting, like, yeah. their, their daughter work at a bar. Yeah. Like... If if my daughter wanted to work at a bar, I'd be like, boy, <laughs> I'd be like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, what? I don't know. That seems sexist to me, bro. I think you're being selfish because of her gender. Yeah, <laughs> she's fucking fourteen in a Fair bar enough. full of yeah. drunk people <laughs> in a bar. She's like, why are you so mean to me? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's interesting, man. I don't know, and I wonder because you know I go to a lot of different states, you know, around the America. You know, so I wonder if I came across that, like, if I would feel weird, this and that, like, I probably would, but I'm still going to order a drink. (laughs) (laughs) 
And just, I just don't look I'd, at them. Yeah, I'd just be like, hey, let me get a fucking get the fuck out of here, kid. <laughs> Go get Gina. <laughs> Can you Gina. tell your mommy to come out? Get Gina. Gina's like ten. I'm like, oh, finally, <laughs> some better company. <laughs> Someone who gets me. <laughs> Basically, bro. Gina's smoking a cigarette. She's like, on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> and I was gonna say some inappropriate shit. No, nah, it's not funny. I'm not gonna say it. So. <laughs> I, I don't even want to know. You don't have to know. And I didn't know I said that. I just kept it to myself. Waka waka. Waka waka, man. Waka waka. But yeah, those are my three quick topics. Pretty much. <laughs> Yo, man, you good today? Like, I'm not good today, bro. It's can, Sunday. You can barely speak. I'm barely hunter. I'm <laughs> fucking tired working, drinking, chilling. Oh, in that order. <laughs> but no, yeah, man. man. What's up? That That's two weekends in a row now where I've blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> It's not good behavior, bro. I'm I'm going wild. I, <laughs> I don't do that usually. Yeah, I haven't yeah. blacked out in years. Yeah. I'm trying to cool it off my drinking. I feel like I'm drinking way too much. <laughs> my liver's like, <sighs> you know, oh, I'm like I, my bad, bro. I didn't even think I told you like mm. after Pelican and stuff because uh-huh. like. Oh, oh yeah, what what happened? Yeah, I remember you told me you drunk. I don't know you blacked out that day too and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I just like. I I just uh what's it called? I fucking uh, I remember going for the to, record, black now is not cool, kids. Don't do that shit. Yeah. Not good for you. I remember going to bar forty three. I remember mm. drinking my water. Danny made fun of me for it. <laughs> um and uh like I don't even remember how we got home. Did mm. we take a lift? Yeah, we took a lift, but I think we took separate lifts. Oh yeah. no, I took the train home. You're yo, know, you get me tight. You Jonathan, y'all want to take lifts and Ubers when you're completely sober, and then y'all want to fucking get drunk as shit and be like, oh yeah, I'll take the train. I'm like, why? Why at all times you want to take the train right now? Like, what do you think is gonna happen from point A to point B? Like, you know, you get hurt. Like, literally, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, I took the train home yeah. that night, mm-hmm. and then I just I don't like really remember anything. I Jesus Christ. Like, mm-hmm. I I fucking uh, texted Anthony. I was like. <laughs> Uh, are you guys home? Yeah. And uh, he texted me like the next day, but uh, <laughs> yeah, type. Yeah, and but when he texted me the next day, I I saw that text. And I was like, what? I fucking texted you. I was like, bruh. And and then I and then I uh I woke up to an, a text mm. from Chino yeah, where yeah. he was like. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? This you did so, but you texted him a bunch of gibberish. Or yeah, I just like texted him like some gibberish or something. And like uh-huh. he I, I I don't know, man. I was I was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Never <Fucking>. again. <laughs> that that's that's what we say today. Yeah, basically. And right afterwards, hey, we got the Pelicano. <laughs> we got a little drink special going. Yeah, we gotta go to Pelicano. Yeah, we gotta ask the Bruce Lee to go up Pelicano. <laughs> no, I gotta work tomorrow. Yeah, all right, well, that was a new section. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Banana bread, dude. <laughs> Got some banana bread today at work, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and this AMC section, about to be on some hell, hell no. yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. And bam. 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 Mar- oh, Margera. Bam. 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 Because uh, you're bam. Bam. Funstones. Nah, nah. Fuck that guy. Um, That's a kid. Fuck that kid. What's probably a guy now at this age? Bam. I think he's dead at this age. No way. If he was a caveman, what do you? I thought meant the active voice. <laughs> what else can you say with bam with like bam? Wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. No, like a continuous word after bam. Like what starts with Bamsterdam? You know, I don't think that's a word. Bam, like ham, but bam. Um, um, when night when Nightcrawler teleports around in the X Men comics, the sound effect is Bamf, B A M F. 
thing I have actual words though, not made up baby words, Harvey. <laughs> Who you calling a baby? <laughs> hey, but, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a baby. I'm not a child. What if you, what if you can't say it like that, like me? I'm not a child. Dad, can you respect me like a actual adult, please? I slap the shit on my kid. He's like, oh. "Fuck you, Dad." That should be scary as fuck. Comes Jeez. out, comes out. First words, Dad. Dad. Father <laughs> calls you by your first name, Franklin. Whoa, whoa! whoa. I, don't know, I don't know who the fuck Franklin is. That that's a that's like your clone. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's my bitch ass clone that doesn't exist because my real name is. You, you don't gotta know people. You don't gotta know my real name. You know we've only said it like a million <laughs> times throughout this show. It's in the description of the remember, show. Remember when we used to beat that out? Our names, <laughs> yeah. our last names, right? Yeah. yeah. Just because you know we were so scared of getting <laughs> <laughs> what is it identity frauded? Yeah, fraud. Just, but you know it's just like. We're just so out there, you know, like yeah. our, our dicks are out all the time. All like, the time, we, bro. We just kind of figured it's like, yeah, yeah. we got to put a face to the dicks. And we have to have a reason to be sitting across from each other with our dicks out. So we started a podcast. To yeah, because at yeah. a certain point, it just yeah. got a little got weird. A little where weird. it's just like, yeah. every time we were hanging out, now yeah. our dicks are out. It was, it was just kind it, of like. And it was just blasphemous at one point. We were like, yo, what are we doing with our lives? Yeah. It, yeah. But when you put two microphones in between us, it's all fine. Yeah, it's it, all fine. it yeah. makes it a lot more yeah. comfortable. Like It's like a nude beach without the beach. Yeah, you know, I actually hear that going to a nude beach is pretty nice ah, i mean it's just being naked is nice you know it's yeah, put yeah a so, it. it's like yeah i mean i don't think it'd be that nice i don't want to see no fucking old man's ass well don't you know? look i feel like a lot of people well you did say that like when you go to the <laughs> <Yeah>. locker <laughs> you have to look so you shouldn't go to a nude beach i feel like a lot of people think that when you go to nude beaches whatever they prefer in terms of like sex They'll be like, oh, it's gonna be a bunch of bad bitches there naked, or oh, a bunch of bad guys there with naked. But it's probably just gonna be like a bunch of old people with saggy titties and old. I mean, from ass. what mm-hmm. I actually just read a whole thread about this on Reddit, uh-huh. um, where people were just talking about their experiences being on a nude beach, and they were just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's actually really chill. Like everyone's super respectful. Of like, course, everyone's really nice. Like yeah, yeah. no one's like gawking at anyone or, or anything. But I'm like sure that. there's a lot of people gawking behind <laughs> some sunglasses. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you got the when you got the shades, you. you you know how many times I yeah. like I I feel intimidated by by like mm. a, a pretty girl who wears sunglasses. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't want to look at you. I can't look I, at you at all. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I know at one moment you could be just staring at my. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, like, I no, mm. I can't do it. I'm not. I'm just gonna not even look at you. <laughs> You're beautiful. The, I'm gonna just keep walking. They got the hater it. blockers on, bro. <laughs> sunglasses are dope as fuck. I need to get a pair, bro. I need to get a pair of sunglasses. You at should. the end of summer, I'm gonna get a pair of sunglasses. You, I'm, I'm gonna get you a pair for Christmas. Do it, bro. Do it. Get me a pair of T Rex sunglasses. That's all I need. But they gotta be real authentic. <laughs> okay. Real authentic. <laughs> I'm gonna try and get you the. Mm. If I get you the sunglasses that Celine Dion uh, T Rex sunglasses that the main character wears in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. when he like takes it off when he sees the dinosaurs. Oh, for the, first the white time. guy. What was, what was the yeah. guy's name? I forget his name. But yeah. if I get you those sunglasses, yeah. would you consider those T Rex sunglasses? Yeah, technically speaking. Okay. But they have to be the actual ones worn. Okay. In that movie. All right. Like the I'll, real. I got prop. you. I got right, you. Better, better. I'll verify. <laughs> Yo, you yeah. know what happened today at work, man? What happened today at work, bro? Fucking this patient comes in. Uh-huh. Crazy. What's the reason? Like, so she comes in late for her appointment. Mm. And so I asked uh, her her doctor. I'm like, yo, like, she's late. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you still want to see her or anything. And she's like, if she still sees me, she's got like three people ahead of her. Um, she could always see this other doctor. Yeah. Got, like one person ahead of them. 
And I was like, okay, I'll ask him. So I asked her, I'm like, hey, are you open to seeing a different doctor? Yeah. And she's like, no, I want to see my doctor. I'm like, oh, it's just because like the I explained the situation. Mm. She just goes, oh, well, I mean, like this other doctor, like, is he a foreigner? No fucking way. She said that. And you were like, yeah, I'm sorry. She, she is. <laughs> and I was, I was so thrown off. I was like, I, I, I mean, and I, I stuttered and she was like, is he American? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I think she's American. Yeah. And mm. and she's like, all right, because I don't mess with any foreigners. Like, all right. Really? Like, and you yeah. have to, you, you can't like deny anybody service and everything, right? No. And so was, I was just like, that's crazy. Like, yo, man, I, I was, I was shook if to my core. I was like, wow. She has a right to do that though. <laughs> it's America, baby. <laughs> it it, it <laughs> no, is America. That's fucking crazy. And then, but then. If you tell a doctor that, right, they still have to provide care no matter what. Right? No, a doctor can refuse to see you. Uh, what? Yeah. Not, not if you're like in life through any condition. You have to help no matter what. That's like the, they, they take a little pledge. That's why I uh, remember in Batman when uh, Falco says like, oh, your dad saved my life. And he was like, yeah, because he was under the something oath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hypocritical for something like that. Yeah. Not hypocritical, uh, honestly. Well, I mean, in, in, in the case like that, yeah, yeah. That, that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. But in normal circumstances, like checkups and things like yeah. that, like a doctor has all the right to say like, you know what? Is I it, don't want to see this patient. Was the like, doctor a foreigner? Uh, the the one that she ended up seeing, yeah, no, oh, like straight up like Ken, like <laughs> white guy Ken. I mean, he's a black dude. But <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm, of course, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> a black dude from Tibet. Yeah, I, uh, I you can. Is he, is he from the states? Is he from America? I don't know. I I never talked to him. You he, better find out so you can tell all the people whether or not the foreigners are going to be ones attending. <laughs> this is crucial information. She, she said the only foreigners that I let see me are this doctor and this doctor, which are like the two doctors that work together. That's crazy though. And how how like, old was she? They're pretty old. Now she's like twenty. Uh, I think I, she was at least sixty. At uh, least sixty. That's still pretty young to be acting a fool like that. What was she? Was she like Italian? No, she was black. Oh, she was black herself. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like that's yeah. that's wild. Like I, I was I was shocked, man. Yeah, yeah. But but that's that's what I that's what I deal with. Like I took mm-hmm. a moment after that and I just like I laughed out loud. I was like, yeah, this clinic is crazy. <laughs> like this clinic is wild. What the fuck that's am I doing here? It is what it is, bro. It's the truth. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> man, fucking healthcare. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. But we, what was it? We went to the movies. We went to the fucking movies. And technically, I'll say this is the AMC section, right? Yeah. But this is the mini AMC section. This we'll, is this is the the pre the mm of the AMC section. Exactly. Before we get to the ah <laughs> and the <laughs> and So what do we see at the movies? So you know we 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 pause in between filming. We did. We did uh, just we did a little day. Mm-hmm. And we went to the movies right after. We went with our good friend Brian. Brian. And uh, we went to Regal Theaters, Coffin mm-hmm. Theaters. Shout out to Regal. The popcorn was kind of nasty. It wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't that. It good. really wasn't that good. Seriously, when I was eating, I was like, ah. And they they didn't put enough cheese in the nacho yeah. cheese. You know who does AMC? They do. they put enough. They actually yeah. put enough that cheese. That shit's bro. like to the fucking yeah. top. Like You're you like, have too much cheese. Yeah, too much. Regal guys to the game. Like <laughs> you know, I'm not one to complain. But you complain all the time, <laughs> motherfucker. What? Wait, that's why we do this show. <laughs> I don't complain, that, bro. I don't complain. I'm always at ease. I'm always agreeing <laughs> with people. I'm, I'm You're about. fucking contrarian to heart, my guy. What the fuck are you talking about? This this motherfucker. I don't like the slander. <laughs> I like this bitch ass slander. You see, now you're complaining. Because <laughs> my name's being slandered, bro. My kids. <laughs> fuck your kids, all that right? Ass, that ass. Not right now, though. Not right now. <laughs> but what did we see? So, yeah, we went to the theaters and mm-hmm. we saw the 50th anniversary 
uh, it's not a special edition or anything. Yeah, but yeah. We just saw the 50th anniversary of Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon, and although we missed the first like two minutes, just the intro, which is not like the intro intro. It's more like the what is it? The sub not the captions? Well, no, uh, the captions. Uh, um, credits. Opening credits. Opening yeah. credits, which is just like you know whatever. And then once we sat down, the movie officially started. And man, what a good fucking movie! Yeah. On some real shit, like <laughs> all in all, without getting into too much detail. I mean, Bruce Lee's already an interesting person, you mm -hmm. know, and from from what I've seen in the documentary, I forgot most of it just because it's been a long time ago. But, you know, I think the biggest interest of everybody is the way he died. There's a lot of conspiracy to it. You didn't hear about it beforehand, right? You yeah, said, no, that was the first time. So a lot of people are saying, like, it could be like the mafia or this and that that he was involved with, that they killed him because of the money he owed them, because of the movies he was making. A lot of back and forth that he wasn't making as much money as we thought he was, even though he was, you know, making a lot. I think that it's because he came to America and escaped that whole idea or like that, mm. you know, surroundings of that stuff. And then the three ways, he definitely smoked weed for sure, which is just cool. And then um, he's, he was taking pills for something. And that, that could have been a reason he, he was dying or his health was deteriorating that led to his death. Okay. Being shot during the movie and something else. But And the last little fun fact is one of the movies they try to make of him, I, I think you know already, we told you that when he died, there's a scene where like he's already dead, but they try to finish making the movie, uh -huh. and there's some random motherfucker in the mirror, just like yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> but the movie in itself was a great movie. It, it was my first time watching a Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, me too. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, man. What? <laughs> what? What year did it come out? Uh, I don't know. Hey Siri, what year did well, Enter the Dragon years, come out? So what? Fifty years. So. I mean, 1973, you could have just, yeah. <laughs> that was faster than you could have done. I, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't, I never said I was a mathematician, Frankie. <laughs> January 1st, 1973. And motherfuckers were in it. It was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, people were definitely in it. <laughs> you know, yeah, they were tits. There was nudity. Uh, there was a lot of fighting. The black guy dies. No spoilers. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was really a lot of people died. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, that's what that's what surprised me. Mm -hmm. Like, like I, the deaths. Yeah, I didn't mm -hmm. know that people were gonna fucking die in that movie. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's motherfucking Bruce Lee, bitch. Like, you saw my reaction. Like by the first <laughs> death, like I was like, did he just fucking kill him? I was like, what is what is this tournament? I didn't know we, this, yeah. this shit was to the death. No, man. It's a. I mean, it was a cool ass movie. I think again. I think we just, basically a recap. But just the cinematography and just the, the camera for me was the best thing. Mm -hmm. I know you told me there's a lot of close-ups and that was a big thing before around that time making movies and everything. But for me, I, it's just really cool, especially when it's Bruce Lee. And, and there really is something special seeing it on a bigger screen. Yeah. Like I feel like the screen, even the screen we saw it on, uh, was just perfect. It was perfect size for everything, you know, and it was cool to see it blown up, you know. <laughs> and when it's just Bruce Lee just flexing his muscles and it's just the one frame on him. Like, that's so classic, you know? And you saw Yo, the grainy ripped. footage. Yeah, he's fucking ripped as shit, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You good? <laughs> no, it's funny, because remember last time I was saying, like, when you say when you say something oh, commentary, oh, <laughs> like, stupid. damn, bro, he's so strong. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, no, he's fucking ripped. <laughs> he's ripped as shit. And, um, man... Fun fact, Jackie Chan was in the movie. Brian told us that. Yeah. The first yeah. person that he hits in the movie or kicks in the movie was Jackie Chan. Oh, man. But, I mean, it was just a wild movie. The scene, it just, there's so much color to it, so much just food was shown and this and that. And Yeah, the, it's, yeah. it's definitely, like, also, like, a product of its time, for yeah. sure. And I think, um, you know, for some people, maybe younger people mm. wouldn't really like it too much. Yeah. Um, I think because I, I feel like you have to kind of go into that mindset of like this is supposed to be like an old school classic mm. type of movie and whatever yeah. and just kind of prepare yourself for that because mm. I feel like most people who've never seen it today would kind of 
be like this is a little boring yeah. or just like eh. I, don't, I don't think so i think if you're just a fan of movies and you're willing to like you know be enthralled by them and be within them like you know yeah, but not them. everyone does that well of course i'm not I'm, I'm, i mean everybody i don't like us and you like that bitch ass movie anyway yeah <laughs> so but everybody's gonna have their preferences of course but um but i think like i think that movie holds up i think it holds up if you're willing to just be like oh what's this about and you no i you mean know? i i'm not saying it doesn't hold yeah, up yeah. i'm just saying that there are definitely people that would perceive mm-hmm. it like otherwise and whatever mm-hmm. like similarly to how i brought up planet planet of the apes mm-hmm. i feel like mo- uh, people who would watch planet of the apes today would mm-hmm. also think that movie's boring mm-hmm. like the first like there's almost like no dialogue in the first like 40 minutes of the movie yeah um for for plot purposes i'm not gonna yeah. spoil it but um it, it's so i i think it's interesting how especially back then they used to do yeah. a lot of show not tell mm-hmm. um they really used to like they used to love playing with camera work and just kind of showing the story more than just like having someone talk over all the time yeah, yeah. or whatever like there's not a lot of dialogue in Ender mm-hmm. the Dragon yeah I but I also feel that like there's some movies where you watch it again or you watch it for the first time like this one and you're like alright this is ridiculous and there was a couple of those things but I feel like altogether it was a pretty clean movie like just in terms of being shot and everything yeah no it was a, I, like, it's, clean movie altogether it's a, it's a yeah, well made yeah. movie yeah yeah it, it's, it's definitely mm. a well made movie and it's like those like small ridiculous moments or whatever mm-hmm. or like could could be a hit or miss for people yeah, like, yeah. I, I think mostly it, a miss now I guess if you're like younger you know that, what I mean yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm trying yeah, to get yeah. at cause mm-hmm. like for myself mm-hmm. I feel like the ridiculousness of it just added more character to yeah, it especially yeah. looking at looking back at it mm-hmm. like if if that were a movie that came out today mm-hmm. and was doing that I'd be like what mm-hmm. but there's but, no there'd be no reason for it I mean I don't know I think I think it's just all about how something I mean if the movie's doing that today like there's probably a good reason for that that or low budget film but even then I, I feel that if a movie came out today and it was just like that in terms of you know you, you know they couldn't do that much with the CGI or this and that I mean I think it's all about the story it tells I think that's why it's so good because it tells a good story and even though there was some lack of that technology to make it boom like the last scene in the in the mirror with the mirror scene and everything seeing that on the big screen like that's so simple to do when you think about it mm-hmm. like not really simple because you gotta get a bunch of mirrors and shoot them all at the same time and this and that but it came out looking so beautiful like I feel like watching aside from the guy fucking rustling the plastic bags behind <laughs> this aside from that like I feel like the same way we saw that I, I mean of course, of course we're more spoiled now with like actual effects that are fucking incredible like you know Inception with the whole you know mirror thing breaking down everything going crazy but I feel like that seeing that was the same as when they saw it in the theaters for the first time, like people in 1972. Yeah, no, that was course. an amazing scene, you know? Uh, yeah, and like that's why I say mm. it's like it's a product of its time and stuff. Mm. And like that that's that's why I say I think for people mm. of younger generations, younger people, yeah. whatever, it might not be their cup of tea because it's maybe yeah. a little too old school for them. Yeah, but that's anything, and, you know. But uh, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I think people will love nostalgia and I think even then Boy, what know? nostalgia did you get from that? What do you mean? What do you mean? I used to, I, I didn't watch those movies, but I watched like, you know, fighting movies when I was younger and everything and shit like that. That's like, and Bruce Lee's always been a thing. Like Bruce Lee is like people, like fighting games and stuff like that. When you have a character that goes, what? You know what I mean? That's always the thing. Like Tekken and Street Fighter and shit like that. Like they may not be Bruce Lee itself, but that whole era of that, it was instilled in everything. Like when you think any Kung Fu stuff, you always think, what? You know what I mean? And that's because of Bruce Lee. You feel me? Is that really because of yeah, Bruce Lee? Yeah, it has to be 100%. If not, and if not mainly him, like the source, like that's definitely the impact it had influence-wise. Influence I know? mean, I'm not denying that. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I feel like you need mm-hmm. to have some sort of like personal memory yeah. to have nostalgia for something. Well, I definitely knew who Bruce Lee was when I was a kid. You know what I mean? I mean, so did I. That's, what, that's like, what I mean. Like, you know, 
I don't I don't have to watch the movies to know who he was. You know, like Bruce Lee was always the person that you mentioned when it came to that, you know? So, no, I know what you mean in terms of like if you were there when the movie came out, you know, but there's a lot of stuff that we probably know now that was way more of before time, you know, but you just grew up with, you did, know? Did you uh, grab a, a range of like the age demographic in the theater last night? Yeah, it was older, much older. And it was mostly that, men. I think mostly men yeah, for sure. That, that's, yeah. that's what I noticed as yeah. well. And then with the one family. Bitch has family chatting in the back. But the funny thing Why is, is that- Why is he uh, sweating? <laughs> the, the funny thing he is He just that, fought 20 men. <laughs> the one thing that I heard from Joey Diaz, a comedian, he said that after that, those movies came out, uh, it was very popular with black people and that a lot of black people really got into like uh, wearing what's it called what's the thing called what they wear uh, the kimonos okay. and stuff like that and that was very prominent for them and everything when that movie came out and uh, I thought that was really interesting because there was a cool. lot of black people in the theater as well even the family there was a black family and you know you could tell the the you know the father was being into it and the mom was kind of explaining stuff and everything mm -hmm. But I think that whole idea is also very interesting as well. Yeah. I forget the reasoning as to why, but a lot of black people got into like actual martial arts and Kung Fu and stuff like that because of those movies and everything, which I think is very interesting. Uh, and then Wu-Tang Clan, who uh, Brian was telling me like the stuff they sampled were from different Kung Fu movies, but basically Wu-Tang, the reason they were so unique and different is because they, you know, instilled, uh, what's it called? Audio from those type of movies yeah. into their music, mm -hmm. you know? And that shit is fucking crazy, man. And <laughs> I don't know. It's it's super dope. It's super dope, and uh, and again, there's movies like like Jet Li and stuff like that, and there's another guy, I forget his name, and all these people. Like those are, those those are where stem from that, you know. Like I I really love um uh in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm -hmm. uh like the Bruce Lee uh yeah persona that uh, that fucking this dude fights yeah, like, yeah. That shit he just fucks him up <laughs> yeah. the the daughter was really upset when that happened. Like she reached out to, I think, yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that actually. And she reached out to him and Quentin Tarantino was like, they had a whole discussion and this and that. And she just didn't like how he uh, he portrayed him. I forgot what Quentin Tarantino said, uh, but he was, he was you know, respecting it, but just defending his own use of him. Mm -hmm. But that was a good movie, and especially because of that, man, because it's so <laughs> fucking cool, bro. And Kill Bill, I know Kill Bill is completely different from everything, but like seeing a movie like Kill Bill is so much like seeing that movie, you know? Yeah. Like, like the black and white scene where it's a bunch of blood. You mm -hmm. know why they had to make it black and white? Why? Because there was too much blood. The, wow. They wouldn't let him use. It was too much, and they wouldn't let him. Use, so they put it in black and white, and it's just so so perfect of a way to escape that, you know. But That's man. actually um, what Marvel <clears throat> got away with doing for uh, mm. the Werewolf by Night special. Never um, seen it. Oh, dude. It's uh, it's like forty five minutes, fifty minutes, just like a one shot episode mm. about Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's all in black and white, mm -hmm. and it's like surprisingly like bloody, like blood splatters and shit like that. Yeah. And, yeah. It's because it's in black and white. That's they can so get interesting. Away with that. It's so dumb too. Because oh, I guess you could be like, "Oh, it's water." Yeah. <laughs> nah, but definitely not. Oh not. my god, the water got everywhere. <laughs> Why is water coming out of his <laughs> But it was uh, it was fucking dope, man. And we definitely got to do a movie to dive more deep into it. And I want to readjust my knowing my knowledge of what happened to Bruce Lee and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, if anybody wants to know the documentary, I think it's free on YouTube. Uh, like it's called yeah, the, the Way of that, Water yeah. and stuff. The her, his daughter narrates it and everything. Um, but yeah, it's fucking dope. Yeah, it's man. Fucking dope as shit. Enter the Dragon, 50th anniversary. Oldest it's not fuck. in theaters anymore, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> but it'll be in some theaters eventually. Gotta wait till 75. <laughs> but yeah, but that's Enter the Dragon. And right now, we'll, how, wait. Well, how, so in 25 years, we're, we're going to be like 50. I'll be 63. Nah. You'll 53. Be, <laughs> what? No, you'll be 61. Oh, you're right. <laughs> fuck. No, 51. 
51. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, 51. Yeah, yeah. We both suck at math. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, what, I'll you'll be, be 30? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm finally going to be 25. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yo, be, that's going to be a crazy time. Yo, what what episode number do you think we're going to be at? <laughs> <laughs> at this rate? 70. <laughs> the way things been going, <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe get to season two. <laughs> We're going to actually hit episode 100 at year 100. Our funeral will be the last episode. <laughs> episode 80. <laughs> no, but we have to make a pact. If one of us dies... Yeah. While we're filming an episode, I'm we need selling to that finish equipment. the episode. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> well, I'm be mad, sad. How am I gonna do that shit, bro? You die, and I'll be like, "Whoa, I guess he just died in front of me." Let me just finish the episode. You gotta finish it. You gotta, you gotta finish strong. All right, I'll just set you on fire and put the crackle noises on the mic. Yeah, man, that's like, fire. Like that's just, a fire idea. <laughs> that that reminds me of the scene in Kick Ass. Did you ever see that movie? A long time ago, I remember it. When mm. um. What's his name? Nicholas's Cage's character when he starts getting burnt alive in the chair and he's mm. like shouting out the commands to a uh, hit girl yeah. to like go around the warehouse. That was a good ass scene. But um, uh-huh. I, I remembered that because uh, Lucas and his friend just watched uh, Kickass. We mm. watched it for the first time the other night, and they called me like, "Yo, Javi, you're dead ass Kickass." <laughs> and they're like, "You are literally Kickass." <laughs> they were like, "If you were white, you would be him." <laughs> <laughs> that movie, I just remember the little girl cursing and stuff like that, right? And everything. Mm-hmm. But I just know that there's a story with Seth Rogen where Nicolas Cage is a Rastafarian accent because he wants <laughs> to pitch his idea of a reggae Dracula. <laughs> Deadass. And then Seth Rogen, I think, and I forget who he's with, they were like, yo, is, is he serious, right? Like, is he actually, like, for real? And Nicolas Cage was dead serious. Like, he was <laughs> like, yo, guys, like, I really want to do this. Like, I really want to do uh, Rastafarian Dracula. And I think they were laughing and stuff, like you know, because he thought he was joking. And then Nicolas Cage was like, "Get out!" Right? So he left. And then they were they were all at a dinner once. On when Jonah Hill was at a dinner, and Nicolas Cage was over there, right? And I think Nicolas Cage, uh, I think either him or his like you know agent or something like that goes up to Jonah Hill. Uh, Jonah Hill, I mean, for Seth Rogen. I mean, Seth Rogen the whole time, right? And uh, he goes up to Seth Rogen. He's like, "Oh my god, oh shit, fuck! I hope he's not mad still." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, what do you think about the?" Dracula reggae <laughs> they were like no <laughs> and then the movie came out with the Dracula the fucking Renfield. yeah apparently it's not good <clears throat> no shit that movie looks absolutely terrible that looked like a Hulu episode like a TV show I, I hadn't seen any trailers so I had like, looked, no idea looked, of what I, it looked like and this is a new movie coming out where I think the trailer looked absolutely atrocious another Dracula movie no. right? <laughs> oh I heard about that one but yeah. is this like alien life form thing interacting with like two kids <clears throat> it, it look, it's like the worst movie trailer I've seen in my life and like I've been wrong like lately with Get Out and everything everywhere all at once both trailers where I was like this is gonna be retarded like, this is, I thought this was gonna be the stupidest movie ever and man were they great movies so I'm not gonna watch this shit cause how bad it looks uh, let me let's see if I can find it you, you say this shit. I'll tell you right now <laughs> I um who <laughs> Lucas is always doing shit like that too. He's always like judging movies based off the trailers and shit. And Lucas is usually pretty wrong about it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, nah, you just got, I, I never try and judge a movie based off the trailer. I always just wait till it's out. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's impossible to judge a movie based off the trailer. Like there's been so that's how, that's how you get disappointed. Can't, can't, can't build yourself expectations. No like man, that. but this shit looks absolute garbage. Like it, it has this dumbest premise I can't. I don't know what I have to type it to find. Let's see, uh, alien movie. But alien movie, I type that in, and then alien pops up. 
Let's see Motherfucker, this look at like coming soon. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's a way better. Do My it. God, this guy don't know don't know how to Google stuff. How old? You, how old is you? <laughs> I'm pretty old. You're fifty. Nah. No way. <laughs> Guess what's in theaters? What's in theaters? Coraline. Oh yeah, and they're gonna have uh, what's it called? Like um, like the leader scenes or something like that. They're gonna have it in it. I don't remember watching Coraline. I think I've watched it, but I don't remember it that much. I know it's a good movie. Yo, I'm about to go watch that shit tomorrow. Do it, bro. I fucking love that movie. That's Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman did that? Oh, I think you remember me telling me this. Yeah. This I remember. I don't think I'm going to be able to find out. This is a lot of movies coming out soon. Gran Turismo's uh, apparently good. People are saying that that's good. That's Clint Eastwood? Uh, Is it? Gran Turismo? uh, It's David Harbour, uh, the guy from Stranger Things. Gran Turismo? Yeah, the racing game. That, that movie looks stupid, bro. Apparently, it's good. That movie looks fucking dumb, bro. Yeah, I thought. I thought. Yeah. I also didn't have like high expectations of it, but yeah. apparently, it's good. I think people are just getting the fucking testosterone boost watching. Vroom, vroom. Nah, I'm kidding. It might be good. I'm just being a hater. Now you know what was a good uh, racing movie. <laughs> oh, this is the movie. Hold on, I'm gonna show you the trailer. But what's a good racing movie? Fast Ford Fierce? v Ferrari. Ford v Ferrari. It's yeah. a movie. Oh, that's with Brad Pitt and uh, Christian, Christian no, Bale. No, uh, Christian Bale and uh, I think Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I think so. But Christian Bale is in it for yeah, sure. Yeah, Christian right? Bale for sure. All right, you gotta watch this. We're gonna pause the episode real quick. You gotta watch this. Shit. <laughs> kind of trash ass TikTok et bullshit was that, bro? <laughs> it's pretty weird. That shit is fucking trash, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Dumb if it ass looks, movie. I don't know if it looks trash to me. It's dumb trash. It, it looks, looks trash. It when looks, you watch it in the theater, you're gonna be like, "This is garbage." But we watched like, the trailer to Landscape with Love. So mark my words. It's I'm not landscape of love. It was something else. Landscape of something. Yeah, no, it was love. Oh, yeah, it was like uh, landscape. It, it, it's not. A, it's not a good title. Oh no, landscape with invisible hand. Yeah, it's it's not a it's, good. It's, it's not a terrible. Good title. Fucking, it looks terrible. It looks absolutely garbage. Um, uh, the director. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw that they did Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds is uh, I like. That was mm. a good movie. Um, I never saw Bad Education though. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know that that was based off a book though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. CGI not very not good. Not good at all. It looks game. absolutely terrible. Right. <laughs> when I seen it in the theater, I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. This fucking looks bad. Just bad. <laughs> I'm about to go on strike with the SAG after people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. You guys do deserve something more. Yeah. Like, to not put out garbage like this. Yeah, yeah. That shit is absolutely terrible, bro. Um, <laughs> but that's just me and my opinion. I don't know if you like Go check it out. Tell me if I'm wrong. I, I think I might go check it out. I know you you actually the type. <laughs> <laughs> you big like, no, it was so good. <laughs> I don't think I'll be impressed by it, but I'm just like I'm curious. Uh, like, that, I would watch most movies just because I would not waste my time watching that movies. <laughs> like I have, people have to like be crying at the theater telling me it was the best movie they've seen in life. And even then I'm like, ah, ever I don't ever, know. ever since I signed up for that AMC A list mm-hmm. thing, I just like I never turn down a movie. I'm always just like, you know yeah. what, like mm-hmm. I already paid for it. Like, yeah, yeah, I can already go. It's true. Like, mm-hmm. So fuck it. I'll go watch that. I, I watch bad movies all the time. So Yeah, like us. <laughs> I know. So don't I, worry about it. I rewatch like- bad movies all the time <laughs> and, and I have a great ass time. Good. Good. You, you know it's not a good movie? Uh-huh. Brightburn by James Gunn. It, Brightburn? What is yeah. that? It's it's one of uh, James Gunn earlier movies, mm. but before he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um and it was like a rated R superhero movie. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's about this kid. It's basically like evil Superman. Like he is just a, a kid yeah. crashes down. He's an alien mm-hmm. and uh, he turns evil. And uh, I forget the kid's name, but it was it the um, initials were BB. And we made a drinking game where we were like every time you say Brightburn. No, every time that they say his whole name, yeah. you had to take a yeah we you had to take a a, a chug. Fucked up. 
and yeah they <laughs> dude they said his full name like every other fucking like uh scene it was insane it we uh, got pretty fucked up watching that movie what was it in avengers that they said constantly there's a certain phrase that they always said like we got a um, it's a phrase that's constantly said in the movie for like all the avenger films and everything or maybe just the avengers film uh, i don't i don't know let me see like uh, it's definitely avengers not avengers film. assemble Repeated Assemble Okay <laughs> What the fuck Transformers That was the worst transfer <laughs> Um Man what the fuck is it <laughs> What's the most famous phrase ever You know what's a funny phrase Take a hike <laughs> Best paper towel in town Best paper towel around In, in town, town around. around Let's see hold on Now there was something that um that they said constantly, but the fucking Google's bitch has wants me to find like real quotes. <laughs> what a, oh. You suck at Googling things. Yeah, dude. I, the internet fucking sucks in general, bro. <laughs> no, you suck. Maybe. Don't don't talk bad <laughs> about the interwebs. You're right. Look at look at what you're doing with the power of the interwebs right now, Frankie. You're Over here it. complaining, Over talking it. your shit, talking about an album. <laughs> and what's the album we're talking about? We're talking about Bob. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Highway 61 Revisited. Highway 61 Revisited. <laughs> Highway 61 Revisited, right? Highway 61 right. Revisited. So we're going to talk about this album. And I'm going to start off the bat by saying this. Anthony, thank you for your input. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> Our good friend Anthony recommended this album. We checked it out. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Big reason this episode has been the latest. Because, <laughs> man. All right. Bob Dylan, definitely a boring motherfucker. You know what I mean? And I, I, I was like, you know continue with this but initially off the rip like listening to this album at first it was, i mean it wasn't bad i'm not gonna say it's a bad album you know but again the first thing i said when i finished listening to this album this is the most american i've ever felt in my whole goddamn life <laughs> listening to this album you know because it's so fucking like it's, it's it's a variety of songs i mean it's very famous mm-hmm. um apparently in the 60s when this album came out two other ones came out from 65 to 66 and they're considered um if not the the best albums ever or like the best three albums he definitely put out, and uh, his last album, what is it called, uh, Blood on the Blood on the Tracks? Okay, that's cons- that's like up there in terms of uh, competition with best album ever. Wow, like ever towards anybody. Yeah, that's man. crazy. Bob, Bob, like I've never been into Bob Dylan growing up or anything. Like you know, I've always listened to like his top tracks, like yeah, yeah. on the radio and whatever, just mm-hmm. shit like that, just played out. Yeah, yeah. But I've never like gone out of my way to mm-hmm. listen to Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I, I took a class, uh, a few years ago in college. Um, it was a history of rock class yeah. and we talked about Bob Dylan for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we had to listen to some of his music and I was just like, yeah, I'm just not really much just of a Bob into Dylan it, yeah. fan, but mm-hmm. like I I respect him. Like I yeah. respect him a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I we had to write a paper about him, and I actually compared how I feel like Bob Dylan uh has a lot of roots of like even punk music mm. uh when it comes to like um song material and themes yeah. and things like that, where it's just like you know he's very uh anti-government things mm-hmm. like that and or not anti-government but he talks out yeah like he, he's not afraid to to say what he has to say about mm-hmm. something and mm-hmm. you know it's very american that's mm-hmm. for sure um and it's just uh i think i think uh when when it comes to being an american especially it, mm-hmm. i always think of that uh We're idea free. of um <laughs> i think of that idea of uh the um the patriot and a nationalist mm-hmm. 
where a patriot loves our country no matter uh, what it does. Yeah. And a nationalist loves our country for what it does. Mm. And I think when it comes to that sort of idea, yeah. when you look at, say, people like Bob Dylan and punk music and stuff like that, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they they are proud of their country. They yeah. are happy for it and stuff, but they have shit to say. And what's more American than talking shit about your country? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and, and for me, with this album... I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, I think what interested me more was looking into Bob Dylan rather than this album in itself. And I will say, after I looked into Bob Dylan, <clears throat> then the album became more interesting to me. So for me, like, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really care to look at these songs in depth, you know. And I actually just chose to look at his background in depth because okay. they're just genuinely not interested in the album. We can still talk about the lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah. The thing with Bob Dylan is that he's so he's such a good songwriter. Like, that's what I know for sure now. <clears throat> that like everything has to be broken down in its own way. And there's a lot of there's a lot of times where people try to interpret his music and he'll like just say like that you can just think whatever you want, mm. you know? And um and his history is so incredible. Uh from what I learned, you know, like there's there's actually genuine good storytelling to even his story. You yeah, know? yeah. But just without going into the lyrics, right? What are you what was your impression of this album when you heard it full throw? Like and alongside your knowledge of Bob Dylan and your class and everything, like how would you wrap that up and everything? I mean, like for mm. myself, listening to this album, I was just kind of like, you know, it it's the first Bob Dylan album I've ever listened to. Um, mm. And it just it was OK. Mm. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I, I didn't really fall in love with it or anything. Yeah. I listened to it like maybe like three or four times mm. and definitely by like the third or fourth time I was getting a little more into yeah. it. Um, but just. I don't know. It just didn't really click with Does, me. It didn't really resonate too much with same. me. And like, mm. I was looking at the lyrics and stuff while mm. I was listening to the music and whatnot, but it's just, e- even with like the lyrics, like mm. I, I was seeing, cause I was looking at like threads on Reddit and stuff. And I was seeing about how people were like, Oh my God, Bob Dylan's like a poet. Like, yeah. like and his people writings. love that motherfucker. Yeah, like die hard like, fans. Yeah. They're yeah. like, his writing is amazing. Like this and that. And mm. I'm just kind of like, it I it just doesn't click with me. Mm. It, like I read his lyrics yeah. and I'm just like, I I think I know what you're talking yeah, about, yeah. but oh. it just it does. I don't know. It's it's so strange. I've never I've never had such difficulties connecting yeah. with like an artist before. I feel like I hear the music, but I don't hear him. You know what I mean? Like I like. But what do you think? Like a Rolling Stones about? Uh, like if you were to just say. Like a Rolling Stone. You well, know what I mean? like, um, uh, from from what I, from what I got at least, yeah, yeah. it was just kind of like yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let's see if it. Wait. From what I got from it, um, it was kind of the idea of like sort of being like a nomad. Mm. Ooh, ooh, oh my god, it's so <laughs> fucking loud. Uh, that shit is loud as fuck. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um. Yeah, I just for myself, I feel like it's that uh, experience of being a nomad, and and mm. what I mean by that is like being constantly on the move, never mm. really having like a home where you're just constantly like bouncing around and yeah. that, and you just that that's that that's what I got from mm. this song. Well, again, uh, like I have I have somebody that defined the whole. I mean, I watched this really really great documentary because there's two choices: the hour fifty eight one and then the forty minute one. And to be fair. After uh, watching the 40 minute one, because I definitely watched that one, <laughs> I went to the comments and they were like, there's no way you can wrap up Bob Dylan in a one hour or one hour 50 documentary. Like it has to be like 20 episodes of his whole life. Mm. And then what you start to realize is that this guy, I'm, I'll tell you about like genuinely when I finished the documentary, 
I was pretty impressed by like his story. And I, I know I keep saying that. And I'm, I'm going to move forward to my notes and everything too. But I'm going to just talk a little about, about the album. But uh, I really like Ballad of a Thin Man. That's my favorite song on that whole album. That, that one and the third one, that I, should, I, know, I don't know the name. I think the third one, a fourth one. That's a, uh, yeah, Ballad of a Thin Man I See is a very popular that's one. That's a great people. song. Like, people really like mm. that one. Um, I, Rolling I, Stone, this one I like a lot too. Yeah, like, mm. like a Rolling Stone is definitely a classic. Like mm. you can't really go wrong with it. I, I did see for myself that uh, it was pretty interesting to see that um, like a Rolling Stone became like a radio hit mm. regardless that it's like six minutes long. Yeah. And then like back then that was kind of like a big deal of like, mm. yo man, like, Six minutes of the same yeah. fucking song, on Even, the radio? and the last song is like eleven minutes or some shit. Yeah. Like What's the last song called? Like D uh, something. Uh, Desolation Road. Desolation Road, bitch. What the hell? But uh, I yeah, like Rolling Stone. I think is tied for me with Tombstone Blues. Like I really like Tombstone Blues. That 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 one is a ditty for sure. But other than that, like that as the album goes on, mm. especially by Desolation Road with that eleven minute track, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, I, I'm I'm waiting for this. To- I've always heard that people say that Bob Dylan can't sing. Like yeah. people, a lot of people, that's always been a thing that I've heard like, since I was younger. And, and stuff. that's something I, I said in my paper yeah. about punk. Because yeah, I was like punk. Like they the, can't really sing sometimes. Yeah, right? like, but you could no. just be vocal about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But what do you think? Do you think he's able to sing or not really? I I actually don't have a problem with his voice. Like I, when people have always said that he can't sing, like. I've always like heard that, but yeah. I've never like really understood Imagine it. I, mean, it. I, yeah, I don't I'm, think he sings like Adele. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He just has I, his own voice. Yeah, you know? like obviously he's not a professional singer or anything, but yeah, it's just. Yeah. I mean, technically he is. <laughs> no, uh, but anyways, um, like you know, you look at someone like Tom DeLonge from Blank. Like Tom can't really sing, but um, he uh, he did like do a lot of training. Uh, Kurt Cobain can sing, but can uh, he though? Not really, right? But yeah, like nah, but he could sing, man. Because when I was listening, I remember. Sorry, but when I was in the, to the man who sold the world, I was in Soho buying like Christmas gifts. I listened to that song like a hundred plus times back to back. Like that's the only I was mad sad for the moment, but I, and that's how I was helping. And there's just like little like vocal changes that Kurt Cobain does, which is incredible, bro. Because it's like it's like beautiful trashy noise, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like jazz almost, like you know, a, a complex all over the place, but constructed, you know, and. Man, like just the little subtle things that he does in that song are so great, man. I, th- I think Kurt Cobain can sing, you know. I think there's ranges to that. Like Tom DeLonge can sing too, like you know what I mean. But he can't really sing. I mean, I, I just think it's how you interpret singing. Because when, like when it comes to like metal and these motherfuckers, are like, like yeah, like that shit is hard to do. Like if you can't do Got it, my throat. yeah, like, <laughs> if you can't do that shit for that long period of time as consistently as the other person, then that's a skill that they've reached. You know, of course, people can make terrible noises as well. Yeah, and Adele like, can sing too. I'm not gonna lie, Adele's yeah, a I, great fucking it's singer. De- it's yeah. definitely all perspective. Yeah, and, yeah, but that's why, like I say, traditionally, that, I guess like, you know. Yeah, mm. that's why I say for myself, like from my background with the music that I listen to with punk music and stuff, I've already kind of been adjusted to that idea of like you know uh, mediocre singers, average singers, but it's just like that doesn't have to do with everything with the music. Yeah, it's like it, it goes past the vocals. Like there, there's the instruments and things like that. Yeah, yeah. and I was seeing that specifically with like a Rolling Stone that uh. This song was actually produced by a different producer mm. uh, from the rest of the album. Really? So mm. uh, apparently, if you listen to the album really closely to the yeah. instruments, like uh, like a Rolling Stone sounds really clean, like yeah. instrumentally, like all the instruments sound really clean yeah. and clear and everything. Just now when I was playing it, like I remember I said, like instrumentally, this shit is great, but I, I'm yeah. already talking about this song here. And the rest of the album mm. uh, 
is like you could say is not janky. is yeah it's like it's not of that quality yeah. and it's because like a rolling stone was produced by a different producer i don't remember the names yeah but, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah but yeah. and don't it, worry for i got some real facts coming your way because i'm gonna go off on a little tangent with the facts about him just because i think you're gonna find it interesting too and i'll definitely send you the documentary because you should watch it man it's okay. fucking good like it's like worth the 40 minutes the hour for the a1 i don't know man. <laughs> that, that seems tough but i think I think what you'll appreciate about, again, this is all, um, we can both agree, this album, not the best album we've covered. If anything, it might be on the <laughs> lowest tier of anything, <laughs> like high key. You know? <laughs> like low not key. even low key. Yeah, not, not even low key. High key like, this is probably This shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this shit is garbage. And a lot of people get mad at that. They'll be like, yo, this is one of the best albums ever. And again, after watching the documentary, I've, this album grew on me a little more. Like I, listening to the song on the way here, I enjoy the song. I can see, I can see myself like having my alone time, like being in a, like a, maybe in the Midwest, you know what I mean? And just kind of like walking around and doing this or howdy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I felt a little like Anthony at that point, you know what I mean? Just like chill. <laughs> Sorry for your ears, guys. <laughs> so, but let me, let me tell you some, some interesting facts. Cause I think this is going to be uh, this is fucking interesting. All right. Is it interesting? How interesting is it? It's pretty fucking interesting. Like on a scale from like interesting to interesting, how interesting is it? Mm. It's interesting. It's just interesting. Ooh. I'll keep it in the middle. Just interesting. Ooh. So uh, the person who discovered Bob Dylan, his name was John Hammond, right? Okay. And he recognized that Bob Dylan's music had strong substance and a more promising. And he, he saw that Bob Dylan was more promising of a musician. He didn't really see that he was going to be able to sell a lot of records. And that was a big thing with Bob Dylan, that his records didn't sell like crazy. But his fandom was so interchangeable and just diverse. And that'll that'll make way more sense when I go into it. Okay. But off the rip, he he understood that it's it, it the way to describe it is that Bob Dylan was the music he was singing. It wasn't like, you know, he wasn't trying to do this and that. So they, they signed him to Columbia Records, right? And uh when Shout he was out to Columbia. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and when Bob Dylan um when he's gonna put out the first album, Bob Dylan, that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave John Hammond a list of songs that he was going to record for the album. But the day he showed up to the to recording studio, he recorded a whole different list of songs. Bruh. Isn't that crazy? So <laughs> I'd be a little tight. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yo, man, I, I was ready to do this whole other shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> And uh, so he was very in the moment. And each performance and wave of Bob Dylan led to so many different genres of music. Because he's a range of music and a shitload of albums. Mm-hmm. And they have so many different genres. Like, yeah. this is just one of many, you know? Yeah. And so... Anthony uh, said that um, this uh, album is, uh, is the first album where he went electric. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big, huge thing where everybody was saying in the documentary. Like, Bob Dylan goes electric. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think even in the span of not just this album, but the one before or after, or all three of them, again, those three albums that are considered his greatest, this is one of them. Again, this is 65, 66, mm-hmm. you know? So his uh, first performance in America was Man of Constant Sorrow. And uh, when he recorded everything, he was done in two days and it only cost him $400, which, you know, even though efficient. Yeah. And um, his first protest song was The Death of Emmett Till. It was never put on any album. But since that time period, uh, like after putting out that first song, that was a protest song, he had written like 20 plus more of them within 18 months from then. Right. Uh, he also wrote a song, Blowing in the Wind, and he wrote Blowing it. Blowing dudes. <laughs> Blowing in the Wind, and it was about civil rights and a campaign to ban the bomb, right? The bong? The, the bomb. And that song was given to a group called Peter, Paul, and Mary, um, and the Bob Dylan's manager gave that song to them to sing it. That ended up becoming a hit, despite its political message. 
So it was being played on AM radio and all that stuff. It's a protest song, this and that. Yeah. But it was a song and it became popular. That's very rare, you know what I mean? And even now, like, think of um, well, This Is America by Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. which is not that great of a song. You know, I don't know why people <laughs> like that shit. I, it's not a bad song, you know, but you know what you don't play when you're trying to just have a chill time and hang out? This Is America. That's like the stupid... I remember we were working at Starbucks and somebody put This Is America. I was like, this is so fucking weird, bro. Like, this is not a song you just put on to just hang out to and chill to. Like, This Is America. You know, it's just... It's just fucking... The video is incredible. The, the message and everything about... The video is more incredible than the song for me. But, bro, like, what the fuck you doing, bro? <laughs> stupid, bro. You know who you are. I don't even know who it was, but... <laughs> So fucking weird. Anyway, there's um there's yeah. a song from Pennywise, a uh, punk band, uh called Fuck Authority. Fuck Authority. Yeah, it's a dope name. I, like uh, the cover, uh, the chorus goes something like, and I'll say Fuck Authority, mm. um minor to the minority or major to the minority, yeah, something yeah. like that. But a good ass song. And it's like Fuck the Police by NWA, which I listened to the first album not too long ago. It was pretty good. I didn't finish the whole thing, but I was listening to Ice Cube, and that's a whole interesting conversation in itself. Ice Cube talking about um, NWA's first album and how it came about. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking crazy. The Police were, I mean, I'll, I'll get into that later. <laughs> so then um, he also had a song called The Times They Are Changing. Yep. It was about the disintegration of mining and farm industry. And then The Ballad of Hollis Brown. This is crazy. So this is, I don't think this is a true story, but the song itself was about a poor farmer in South Dakota that is so poor, he eventually kills his family and himself. Bruh. Isn't that crazy? And uh, that's that's what, like, that's when I was like, wait, what the fuck? You know, and, like, <laughs> he's saying all this, you know? And I haven't heard these two songs, to be fair, but... He's getting away with this? <laughs> and at that point, he was dubbed the Prince of Protest, right? So again... My whole image of Bob Dylan was always the protesting thing, the fact that he was being very vocal and very uh, progressive in terms of, you know, his lyricism and all that stuff. But once he was dubbed the Prince of Protest, he um, he didn't want to be that. He was like, I don't like that. That's my image. So then he started to sing songs about leaving the protest movie, movement and disliking it, which I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought his whole career, that was what he was about, you know? And so... um. Then he released an album called Another Side of Bob Dylan, right? Um, he started, at this point, he started to experiment with LSD. He traveled throughout America and turned the stories that he had heard around his trips um, into the songs. So and, he made shit up. No, I mean, he, like, you know, his, his personal <laughs> uh, experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this is when the folk industry began to disown him. Even though he's a folk artist all the way, you know? Yeah. Well, to an extent, not really. That's no. like, that's something so interesting mm. that... I, I find about like folk and country music, like how like strict they are about yeah. it, of just mm. the hardcore like folk and uh, yeah. country fans. They just don't listen to anything else, yeah. and they, I mean, like, yeah. don't accept anything else. I think it's, it's so interesting. Bro. I think when I was in Arizona, when me and Brian were trying to play some music, and they all skipped our songs, yeah. like that. But that that was cool to me, man, because I saw like for the first time like a bar. I don't really like country music like that, you know? They collectively said yeehaw, motherfuckers. <laughs> and, and I saw people, like, dancing to it. Like, like I saw two young girls dancing this to it. This working? <laughs> nah, <laughs> chill out. They have class over there, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, um, no, and, and everybody was having a good time. Like, diverse range of ages and stuff like that. And it was just, like, it was it was very interesting to me. And it almost made me happy because I was like... This almost. Is, <laughs> this is what music's hey, about. You know what I mean? Almost. almost. But this is what music's supposed to you, do to people. You sat there for mm-hmm. a sec, held your beer, mm-hmm. cracked the smile, and you said, idiots. <laughs> and turned back around, and you're like, yeah. That's I, what I'm saying, that. bro. I said, fuck the police. Nah. <laughs> um, but nah, it was, it was really, really dope to see just, you know, 
people like what they like and it's like I, like i like mexican music and a, a lot of people a lot of mexicans not like like you know people from mexico talking about like mexican americans don't like mexican music you know mm-hmm. and to me i was like why like but it's all preference at the end of the day you know you don't like something just because you that's where you're from you know but there is uh something that i learned in school a while back but like uh culturally music is uh like music preference can be passed down because of you know genetics and stuff like that you know what i mean like that's very like you're kind of embedded with that as a kid there's more depth to that of course but um i don't know like of course to each his own but mm-hmm. definitely different parts of the world and this and that is going to have their preference and everything uh simon and garfunkel like they're pretty dope i don't love all their music but i love mrs robinson that's like okay. one of my favorite songs ever <laughs> you know that's a fucking good ass song and um like uh what is it uh, hello darkness my old friend yeah. what's that song called I forget the name yeah. of it but I know the song but yeah. that's a cool song but I'm not my favorite mm. but Simon and Garfunkel like they're in that era of folk music and they're huge so yeah. there's something about this music that's getting to people mm-hmm. it's just interesting how it's so it's kind of like what it is like it's a folk like folklore almost right yeah. And but what they're saying is not so straight up or maybe it is but the sound is so strange especially to me and you because we don't really listen to folk like that you know so um so again, he he was doing acid, he was drugging it up, you know, he was doing his thing, traveling America, and he was like, I'm not going to be the protest guy no more, right? He said, fuck that he guy. Said, fuck that folk motherfucker. So the folk industry said, all right, peace, bitch. And oh, also funny thing, walking over here, there's a, like, right two blocks down from over here, there was a little thing that said Blob Dylan. I know it's a tag. Somebody that's, you ever seen that before? I don't think so. It's all right. over the place. I maybe just haven't paid attention to it. There's an artist who who does that all over the place. It's like his tag. And I saw it there and I was like, oh, what are the chances? You should know? have taken a picture of I it. I should have, but I didn't. But I still can't read it. <laughs> Do it. And then, um, how can I say? Also, there was an album that, I think it was this one. I forget which one. But Tom Wilson uh, produced it. And he recorded that album in one day. Damn. That's fucking crazy, man. Um, so another side of Bob Dylan heightened folk and diversified how it could be played instrumentally and reform how it was performed and the messages within it. Within it, he had a song called "Mr. Tambourine Man," and uh, it's interpreted as a representation of drugs or about a muse or like about a certain woman. And a lot of times, people will break down each character and they'll say like, "Oh, it's about this and this and this and this." But Bob Dylan doesn't tell anybody what it's about. He like just very little explains it. And he's like, he leaves the people up to interpret the song itself, which I think is very interesting. I wonder if there mm-hmm. is like an actual mm-hmm. like story or like if he has something or, and he's just not telling anyone yeah, or if it, or if it really is just like whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, oh, whatever you take it. Right? <laughs> it's what I think of um, the Beatles when they have like the whole like bang, bang, Mr. Maxwell Silverham and his mm-hmm. upon his head. Yo, Beatles the best, bro. <laughs> a lot of you, but, uh, or like, uh, we're all going on a yellow submarine. That song is dope too, especially if you're high as fuck. <laughs> that song is. And the I video. am on a yellow submarine <laughs> right now, motherfuckers. Yeah. But, but that's a fucking good ass song. And so, uh, again, three albums. Oh no, three albums were released. And so we told. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to play that song right now. I don't give a fuck. That's a good ass fucking song. We'll talk over it if you want to. But I'll, I'll put I'll put uh, it on over here. Nah, man. I already got it. <laughs> I'm about to fuck it. I'm a humming now. 
Oh, it was a movie too, I think so. Like that whole thing. Yeah. Whole bang, right? Yeah, I've seen mm. the movie, I've never seen it. Until the sun. You got it? Yeah. Okay. And we live beneath the waves. Put it up. In a yellow submarine. What do we do? <laughs> we, we all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. What do we do? Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. And our friends are all aboard. Many more of them live next door. And the band begins to play. We all live in a yellow submarine. Oh, yellow submarine. We're doing this, Javi. Yellow submarine. Yeah. We all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. And then it talks. Full steam ahead. Oh, well, yeah. Intermission. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Shut up <laughs> Put up a little put up. Oh it breaks up a little Alright Live a life of ease A life of ease Every one of us Every one of us That's all we need That's all we need a blue Sky of blue And sea of green Sea of green In a yellow In a yellow Submarine Submarine we, we all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Where we live? We all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. We all Ooh. live in the yellow submarine. Yo, that's one of the best Beatles songs ever. That really is it. But man, that's gonna Sober sound. Episode. That's gonna yeah. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna sound terrible without the instruments. <laughs> that's gonna sound. We're gonna sound drunk. Yeah, we're gonna sound much. drunk. But we're we're completely I'm, sober right now. I'm, I've never been this sober my whole damn life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. You have four months. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> All right, so. The albums were released. Damn, I fucked up the dates. Let's see. Damn, when dog. was Highway 61 released? 65. Oh, 79. No, no, high day. <laughs> no? All right, bro. 65, dog. So three albums were released in 1965 to 1966. The change of Dylan's music is described as Dylan losing audiences and gaining newer and larger ones almost by the month. So with the three albums and basically his whole career, he went... From one genre to the other. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't just stay in folk. He went from folk to rock to this to that. Always changing up. So, again, like like I just said, like, he would lose an audience. And then they would be like, fuck this guy. Yeah. But then with this new genre of music, he would just grow, grow a bigger audience that mm -hmm. was more in love with the next than the last previous fans, you know? That's kind um, of like... um a few artists I mean it's kind of like Daft Punk mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like a fuck I just had it on the tip of my tongue mm -hmm. uh, Radiohead yeah um, but that's what good artists do they change and mm -hmm. I, again but him being like I'm not saying he's the only one to do it but this is definitely an OG you know yeah, yeah, and, no, um, of course it's pretty interesting so back to Like a Rolling Stone so Like a Rolling Stone what it's about it's uh, singing um, singing to someone who's lost everything and it's about a choice do you pick up and start a new life and leave the dead inauthentic existence behind 
you know? So it, with him, you know, being kind of like, it's a contradiction because everything he didn't want to be, you know, this voice for the for folk and this and that, he ended mm-hmm. up being it in such a incredible way, you know, diversified way. So that I would never have picked it up that that was the message of this song. Yeah. You know, like that's something that I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> and, um, the ballad of a thin man, I don't know what it's about, but the, the reporter asked him like, what is, who is Mr. Jones in the song? Right. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm not going to tell you I'll get sued, you know? <laughs> and he's like, but I can't tell you he's a man who wears pinstripes and this and that. <laughs> and, um, how can I say there, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a song, uh, off the first track off of, um, fallout boys, uh, I think second album, mm-hmm. Um, they fucking the first track is such a stupid name. Like it, it's in I you can you'll you'll never guess the name of it. Yeah. It's so long it doesn't even fit the thing. But it it's called uh uh our lawyer made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is honest. Transparency <laughs> is key. So the way he's described Bob Dylan is that he made folk music political. He made rock music poetic, mysterious, mystical, and all within five years. Then he got into a motorcycle accident. So he was gone from the scene. So it was Bob Dylan, the Beatles, and I forget who else. But those are the three prominent like mm-hmm. you know, musical figures of the time. And Bob Dylan kind of was out of it, right? Man. Um, that, so That's why I don't fuck with motorcycles, man. Yeah, fuck motorcycles, man. Those shits are cool, but I'm not getting on them. What's up, Link? Yeah, I don't you know, care how mm. cool you look. You, you ain't going to look cool when your fucking leg is like that. <laughs> going, ah. That's what I'm saying. I, like I even know he the last of us. <laughs> and the cool thing about this documentary is that it showed him how much he's changed from when he was younger. When he was younger, he started, he was very much an amateur performing, you know, um, like he, he was very young, very like lean, uh, very basic looking person. And he would like make mistakes, like move away from the mic like this while he mm. was singing this and that. But what they say is that when you went to go watch Bob Dylan, there was a certain charisma that he had that gained the people's attention. He had that riz. <laughs> he had that riz, the charisma. <laughs> but they were showing footage of people watching him. And it looked like the crowd was bored, you know, from what I thought at first. But there was people paying attention to him. He was like a young kid with like hundreds, if not thousands of people watching him. Maybe probably hundreds. And um, everybody just was kind of paying attention. Like nobody was moving. No, Everybody was just listening, which is pretty incredible when you think about it. Because, you know, somebody's bored, this and that. No, they're not going to stay. And I, and yeah, I, man, uh, I told you, I went to a fucking concert for mm. a, a pretty popular band right yeah. now. Like, like they're actually mainstream for for, yeah. for some uh, part of it, mm. and everyone was talking. That's I'm like, up, what man. the fuck? Like, how do you go to a concert and just talk over that, the band? That's so stupid. I would be so mad. Um, you don't do that. You don't like, do that at all. Uh, man. I was yeah. so upset. It's like talking at the movie theater. Like, why would you fucking pay money to have a conversation? I don't know. Maybe you're a dickhead. <laughs> like, but, why uh, would you bring a plastic bag into the theater? <laughs> yeah, man. And fucking, um, so yeah, so to see the attentiveness for the people in the show while he was performing was awesome. But then when he finished the song, the crowd erupted in applause. So not only were they staying still listening, but they were like, actually, they weren't just hearing him. They were listening to yeah, the words yeah. and the story he was telling. And then it was diversified. It wasn't just white people. It was white people, black people, from what I saw. I don't know about anybody else, you know? <laughs> it's, you know? Way, it's funny the way you said that. You were like, it wasn't just white people. It was white people. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was also black people. And uh, of course, when he's a protest song, like the death of Emmett Till and stuff like that, mm. it's just very interesting, man. It's just, um, he was about it. And uh, very interestingly enough, when the Vietnam War happened, he didn't mention anything at all. Like he didn't, uh, he didn't, I don't think he made, not in that point of his career. He didn't he not mention one word of it, not write one song said, about boy, it. boy, I ain't touching that <laughs> like 10 foot pole. Yeah, even though that world was stupid as fuck. <laughs> so then he was, he was out for a while, right? 
And then he came back with a country western album called John Wesley Harding. Right? And um, that's where All Along the Watchtower was on. Okay. Because I never knew this, but he wrote All Along the Watchtower. Yeah. I never knew that shit. And that's the album that it was on. Mm-hmm. And then you know, already know Jimmy Hendrix covered that shit. And um, then after that, because he was gone for so long, he went on tour with the band. And uh, the band, I only know them because of this one song called I Shall Be Released. I Shall Be Released. Okay. One of my, one of my favorite songs ever. And um, well, recently, the, the, car, the guitarist and main songwriter in the Canadian-American rock group, the band, died. Maybe like oh, uh, five days ago. Yeah, so he was Robbie Robertson. That sucks. Damn. Because, but rest in peace. But back then, they were going on tour together, right? And they were like, ah, I mean, it's not crazy, but there was about 18 million ticket applications for when the tour was announced. Shit. That's a fucking lot of tickets, man. And uh, CBS, at that point, had already let Bob Dylan go. So they, they fucked up. Damn. They fucked up OD. And um, so uh, now we're getting to Blood on the Tracks, which is you know, closer to the end of stuff. And again, what people say could be his best album ever. I don't mm-hmm. know why Anthony didn't fucking give us this one. It sounded way more interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what, Anthony? Why the fuck aren't you here? <laughs> what are you, why are you telling us about Bob Dylan? Fucking, you could have been chatting. <laughs> the one time you could have been chatting on this fucking episode. Like, like I, I would have, I would have like, you know, said my shit about Bob Dylan and you would have been like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> we love you Anthony um, one of the most interesting things about uh, one of his songs I think the song is called Blood on the Tracks off, off the album Blood on the Tracks mm-hmm. is that his son um, said oh no I think the, al- the whole album in itself his son Jacob says Blood on the Tracks is like his parents talking to each other and mm. that's pretty fucking interesting because that's a lot to say about, you know, when your son is saying, like, when I hear this music, it's like my parents are talking to one another. Because it had to, it had a lot to do with, he was going through a divorce at the time and this and that. A lot of things was going on through his life. And um, it really caught my eye because when I was hearing some of the music, you can hear the hurt and hear just the range of the, that's when I started to get more impressed, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he still denies that the album is autobiographical. But uh, it's very interesting. When you, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, as yeah. as an like a as a creative yeah. person, like as an artist, it's like it's kind of hard to not inject yourself into your exactly. own art, unless you're doing like some crazy outlandish movie where it's about like you know, I don't know, dicks. <laughs> but then <laughs> even then, it's super like bad. super bad. It was um, super bad and had a dick scene. And when uh, Seth Rogen was younger, he had two friends named Evan and. Um, oh yeah, no, I mean like super bad know? is literally just uh, His Seth life. Rogen yeah. and Evan Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a song called Idiot Wind and you should play that song so you can hear it it's not it's not on Highway 61 Revisited but I want you to hear it because uh, uh, look it up live don't put it on Spotify go on YouTube and look it up live and I'm gonna read you Ooh, the lyrics I, I gotta I, I can't do that alright you can't do it <laughs> I, I would I'll, have to put it on uh, I'll put it here I'll put it here All okay right. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the song this we don't gotta put in we'll, we'll listen to it not the whole thing of course but I want you to hear uh I want you to hear it. Idiot win. Yeah. I said wine, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So I, it's hard to understand them, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, so we just heard it. And idiot. I couldn't read those lyrics. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were unfortunately. They were in, foreign. Uh, in, yeah. <laughs> we're foreigners. So, so Jacob described, Jacob, his son described blood on the tracks as uh, hearing his parents talk to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, idiot went is a song about anger, vengeance and cursing someone who he's mad at, uh, particularly a woman. Right. And so the way he started, <laughs> or maybe not just as the woman, oh, his woman, but like altogether, just vengeance, right? Because in the first, the first way he opens up a song, he says, I'm going to read the lyrics and I'm going to read a separate section of the lyrics. But it says, 
someone's got it in for me. They're planning stories in the press. Whoever it is, whoever it is I wish they cut it, cut it out quick. But when they say, I, okay, I see, okay. But when they will, I can only guess. They say I shot a name. Ah, I can't read. <laughs> they say I shot a man named Gray and took his wife to Italy. She inherited a million bucks. She inherited a million bucks. And when she died, it came to me. I can't help it if I'm lucky. Right? And then he has um, this one thing where he's saying, this is the chorus. It says, you win. Right? Blowing every time you move your mouth. Blowing down the back roads heading south. Idiot wind. Blowing every time you move your teeth. You're an idiot, babe. It is a wonder that you still know how to breathe. You know? So he's been a boss. But that's pretty, like, interesting. And it's actually said, pretty- fuck you. <laughs> and it's pretty interesting writing, too. Like, idiot wind. Like, you know, when you speak, mm-hmm. it's, you know, this and that. And uh, it was very, just, just very fucking interesting. But then this motherfucker became religious. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah, he was, uh, he was, uh, he got, he was sick at a show one day, just feeling terrible. And uh, he, he didn't want to be there. And somebody on the crowd threw a cross on the stage. And so he picked it up and put it in his pocket. And he said that uh, he saw Jesus that day. Bro. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much I got all on Bob Dylan, but. I'm Bobby D. Bobby D. But I think, I think, man, when I watched that documentary, like, I genuinely didn't care <laughs> at first. I was just like, all right, let me just I see. Thought, I thought you meant just in general for a second. I was like, okay. <laughs> Imagine, like, that's it. No. Yeah, but, uh, I, by the time it was over, I was like, I still don't give a shit. <laughs> but um, I'm more infatuated with his life than uh, his music. His music. But I'm not going to lie. Idiot Win, I like the sound of that, that song. Like, I really like the sound of it coming out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I do like Ballad of a Thin Man a lot. That's a great, great song. But then, like, that song and that song are completely separate. Yeah. And then his old shit is like a way different genre. Like mm. he has a more twang, tang, twang to his voice. Yeah. And it's crazy. And they were saying that um, that he was so just constantly changing and that nobody, like you couldn't pinpoint what he, what he is and what he does. That every time he comes on stage, you, people say that you'll never know what he's going to play for you, even to this day, because he's still performing, you know? Mm-hmm. And... um. I think it's a spectacle that you really have to dive into with such depth. And because this album really didn't fucking hit me the way I thought it would, I, I just didn't do that. You know what mm. I mean? So, um, Lucas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I really, again, I really wish I came across them in a way where I was just had more time to really, you know, search. And I did have a lot of fucking time. But I think, again, unless uh, me and you can both agree, this just wasn't one that was like... Yeah, it yeah, was really I, tough. You, you know, you want, just, that's just being honest. You, you, know? you want to reveal uh, uh, what the original album was supposed to be? Yeah, and it probably would have been a better idea. <laughs> we were going to do Smash Mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would probably have, I would probably look so much into the, we would have had like the birthdays, <laughs> like, their, their fucking ancestors on the show and everything. But That, that shit would have been funny oh as fuck. Oh my God. And maybe we'll do it in the future. Probably do it in the future. We, we, we would we have totally have. sung uh, All Star <laughs> together. But instead, you got a Yellow Submarine and a bunch of Bob Dylan facts. Um, I do strongly encourage anybody that's interested. Like, if you ever, of course, you if you've heard of Bob Dylan, yeah, yeah like just look don't, it up, man. Don't take what we're saying and mm. just like say and just think, oh, then Bob Dylan's trash, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, because that's definitely you know, not the case right now. You know? Yeah, like you know, if if you enjoy j- music in general, yeah, yeah. like if you're pretty open to music, I yeah. think I think you should give Bob Dylan a listen. Mm. I think uh, you might like him. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of different options of Bob Dylan. There's not yeah. just the one. Hey, he's got a um, lot of flavors. Yeah, mad fla- mad flavors like Joey Diaz. God, <laughs> that's, what they, that's what he calls himself, mad flavor. Nice, <laughs> it's mad funny. Um, but yeah, definitely not my favorite album for sure. How and how many plastic bags would you give it out of ten? 
like 20 plastic bags. You give it 20 plastic yeah. bags out of 10? Like, Damn. listening to this album is like listening to 20 plastic bags during the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> and for, what we're referring to is that during the last scene of Enter the Dragon, some guy behind us, man, he was just rusting. For sure, he was looking for something, but it sounded like he just went right close to our ears and just crumbled a paper bag for about three minutes. I was like, yo, no way this is happening. And then you got the family talking in the back, and I was like, bro. Why is he sweating? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But um, good times, you know, good times. you know where he would never have rustled a plastic bag at? Where? Bob didn't show. He definitely, he'd be like, he started rustling, Bob didn't start playing, he'd go... <sighs> And be pretty yeah, amazed. That's what I'm saying, bro. But yeah, but that was our AMC section. That was the AMC. Uh, oh, the, no, the AC. That was the A uh, of the AMC. <laughs> I just realized why you said the M mm, because the M is the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you start from the middle? This is the A. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just realized. But but yeah, yeah next next episode we'll yeah. be back with a movie. We'll be back. We'll be back with the movie, and it'll be something else yeah. nothing Bob Dylan related <laughs> we, we've already watched it so yeah. uh, have we well uh, you've seen it oh right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right it was a good ass fucking movie that's what I'll say for sure this is not that next episode that's a good ass fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're, we're gonna get into that next episode yes we are, yes, uh, we are. but yeah pretty pretty you know even though I wasn't excited to talk about Bob Dylan yeah, it's yeah. a pretty good AMC Still section pretty good AMC I feel very informative and we got we got through it finally yeah <laughs> we, we finally did rest. it but we never we can move on. We can move on. We can move on. And hopefully we'll be more consistent. Yeah, hopefully. Hope, hopefully. hope. Hey. <laughs> oh, hope. Only time will tell. I, I was protesting the show because Damn. of Bob Dylan. That's I, I I know I know that you want to quit, Frankie. <laughs> that's that's why you that's why you made that joke. And you're like, Damn, I just quit the podcast. But subliminally, you were like <laughs> Maybe he'll take it. Maybe for, maybe he'll take the hint. <laughs> no, but I got I finally got my shit figured out. <laughs> I know when I can shoot now. I'm <laughs> nice. going to do it. So, yeah. So, be on the lookout for more episodes. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you're a little rusty, shut the fuck up, bitch. We're trying here. We're trying. <laughs> yeah, you know, follow us on the socials. Follow us on the socials. On the socials. The social socials. The Earth Mind Matter Pod on Instagram. All one word. Mm-hmm. Earth Mind Matter on YouTube. Earth Mind Matter Pod on TikTok. Yeah. Earth Mind Matter on True Social, even though we haven't posted it once. Should we, should we make a threads? I guess so. We can make a threads. <laughs> do a little thread action. You know? and then we, that, we'll definitely do a threads. I think that's the most easiest thing for us to do. <laughs> and maybe an X. Just tweet some bullshit. <laughs> whoa, tweet. Whoa, or, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Just, whoa, whoa. just X some bullshit. X some bullshit. No, no. Thread some bullshit. Just, just, uh, just fucking come some bullshit. <laughs> and we'll make it happen. We'll, you know, so that's what I'm saying, bro. Saying, what we bro. do today, my boy? Yeah, we talked about what's happened, what happened on the earth, in our minds, and why it mattered, and did it matter? Season two, bitch. <sighs> I just like so. Idea. So we're gonna, we're just gonna throw that question out there to you, fellas uh, and gals. Uh, you know, you, you let us know. You let us know if it mattered, and then, and then trust us. After episode fifty, then we're gonna start we'll rating our it. own episodes, <laughs> like the pieces of shits that we are. Exactly, judgmental hybrid people. I watch every episode after episode 50 be a zero. Everything's going to be a zero, no matter what. You know, that was pretty ass.
Why are you trying to look at my face? 